Hey guys, welcome in to Cancel This. This is CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust, Scotty Gherkins here, Eric Johnson coming in. Um, and as you can see on the screen, that is the Lizzie Sparks. Welcome into the show, Lizzie. Good morning. How are you, Vic? Uh, your title, if we ever get business cards, will have so many names. So your co-host, fill-in co-host, sales, marketing, promotions... Am I missing anything else? I think it's the jack of all trades and the master of none. Oh, okay. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Can you hear um, me better now? You're tall. Tabitha, I am tall. Tabitha is not tall. We won't call her short, but she's not tall. She's just normal. Yes. She's vertically challenged like I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, poor Tabitha is sick today. She texted me early this morning. She's Aww. like, Vic, I'm throwing up. I got to go check myself out. Yeah. I said, yeah, don't show up. We've already had Scotty in here. Um, <laughs> Spreading for like, disease. For like an entire month. Right. I had a 24-hour sickness last Saturday, which is why I couldn't get in to see Scotty and his concert. Uh, but that's good. There were like a hundred people who wanted my tickets <laughs> to get in to see Modern Day Zero play. So anyway, we appreciate you jumping into the show today. Uh, Cancelthisshow.com. Head to the website. That's how you can watch us. Pick up your platform. Share, subscribe, like, do all those things that we ask. Uh, big show coming up today. Missouri State Senator Nick Shore joining us at 9 o'clock in studio because my oh my was there some fireworks yesterday at the state capitol and this is a story that has ramifications all across the country because of things that can happen. Uh, you had African American legislators yesterday calling white legislators racist because um, debate on the floor was stopped in regards to a possible state takeover at uh, in the city of St. Louis when it comes to policing or lack thereof or lack thereof when it comes to um, cases being dealt with. We're going to get into that in just a second. You will not want to miss that. Nick's going to talk about that at nine o'clock. Um, he is one of the state legislators, a senator who has led the charge in regards to getting special prosecutors coming into different areas where there there's no activity. Case in point, Jane Duker head of the police association who we've had on the show several times on the radio show, uh, tweeting out that Kim Gardner and we gave her credit for the Lamar jo uh, Johnson situation of, you know, 29 years behind bars. She followed up with that case, helped get him released from prison as he should have been well done. We gave her credit for that. Well, you know what? We were talking, you guys were talking about that yesterday. And then I saw several people saying that he's not out yet. And so maybe it really didn't happen. Oh no, it's going to happen. It is going to There's happen. There's a process okay. that has to happen. It it's paperwork. It's bureaucracy. You have to dot the I's, cross the T's before he can be released. I thought he was out because he had dinner. I did too. He had, so I don't know if people said, I, I don't know what, what that is, but last word I heard, he had been released. So that's what I had heard. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, my, my sources say he's out. Good. He okay. is out. So we deal with that. But Jane Duker saying that Kim Gardner's office has now turned away 300 cases where police have brought cases of charges against people, just turned them off. Yeah, no, I'm not going to deal with this. Yeah, she doesn't She doesn't have to. 300 cases. Unreal. So anyway, with that being said, um, that we'll, we'll get into that more with Nick Shore today. That's a massive number. 
And it should light people's attention up all over the country because if you have a prosecutor of a big city, Republican or Democrat, that's turned away 300 cases, are you kidding me? That's a massive problem. It is a big issue. Um, We'll get into that as well. Also coming up today, we're going to be talking, DeMar Hamlin releases an apology about the jacket that we showed you yesterday. Um, Wash U, BJC, talking about a moratorium with Andrew Bailey. They said that they're not going to be dealing with a situation we're going on there. They don't want a moratorium. They said they're going to have oversight into the transgender situation of their medical offices. They have been a whistleblower. Lizzie will get into this too. We'll talk about it. A whistleblower came to the attorney general's office saying they are not only performing several surgeries or trying to perform several surgeries on kids and kind of encouraging to, but I got word they're also actively recruiting in certain high schools. Recruiting. Recruiting. Isn't that nuts? Recruiting. Recruiting. Hey, consider gender reassignment or consider consider a, a transgender surgery. Um, you, you can't make this stuff up. Um, Lori Lightfoot, Chicago Airport, now becoming a homeless encampment. We've got so many topics to talk about. Um, also, this show's called Cancel This. Uh, in an effort to do cancel culture interviews, cancel culture education, um, just bringing up the, the sheer stupidity of cancel culture, cancel ideas, cancel this, pointing the finger at everybody else. Uh, a lot of times when people might play victims and then they want to cancel everybody else, cancelthisshow.com. We're just trying to bring those stories to light. Um, yesterday, Elon Musk tweeting out, he quote said, cancel culture needs to be canceled. I repeat, cancel culture needs to be canceled. This happened on uh, Wednesday, yesterday. It was in response to a CNBC segment on certain customers protesting Tesla since Musk Twitter takeover. So he said, cancel culture needs to be canceled. And it is another example of what's happening in our society. Um, he said it needs to be done. Um he says it's over. He's, you know, I mean, if anybody's going to be the face of going against cancel culture, it's Elon Musk because he was willing to go out and start putting Twitter dumps, those files, in regards to what's been happening in regards to the federal government, into big tech, trying to cancel individuals when it comes to social media accounts, our First Amendment rights, and so forth. So put his money where his mouth is. He does. Well, he it's does. a good thing because... <laughs> But he can take the hits. It's difficult for everyday Americans, everyday citizens, to do that. So Elon Musk kind of jumping out there. Uh, If you didn't see the tweet, you can check that out as well. (laughs) We just we love you. We thank you, Elon. Thank you so much. And it's the best. Elon is the best. It's not the first time either that Elon has gone against cancel culture. And you know it. You see it. You see it in everyday life. What's happening? So once again, as your people are joining the show, share the show, like the show. Um, Lizzie Sparks in studio today. Good morning, everybody. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, I've got to go back and find this. Uh, one of our listeners, Robert, if you're in, send me the list, please, because you listeners are amazing, which Lizzie generates on a daily basis. There was another earthquake this morning in Haiti. This 5.5 on the, the Richter scale Um There have been, I believe, 10 to 15 earthquakes in the last, I don't know, um, few weeks. 
that people don't know about. Unbelievable. No, that's not uh, that's not Tabitha. I just looked at it. <laughs> Lizzie's in today for Tabitha. Right. I just well, I'm really Tabitha. I just changed my hair color. There uh, you go. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we're jumping in. We appreciate all of the comments as well. We try to get to those as well. Lizzie does a pretty good job. Now you're in studio, uh, being able to comment about the comments that we get. Uh, Kathy also says that Elon spoke out a few days ago about the World Economic Forum and a one world order as well. I didn't think he was in favor of that. If he is, then we'll do that too. Um, anyway, so if you see Lizzie, because Lizzie's job, usually she is on social media. So she is multitasking today. She is a co-host, but she's also, if you see her on her phone, she's That's also, what I'm doing. I'm talking to, she's talking also to do, y'all. She's also doing that as well. Um, also, uh, the, the Ohio situation, the East Palestine, is it East Palestine? Am I saying that right? I think it is Palestine. Correct. Palestine. Correct. Isn't it, Scotty? Yes, correct. They had a town hall meeting last night. Basically, the whole town showed up. They're pissed. They should be. And then you had Pete Buttigieg, uh, <laughs> oh my Secret- Secretary of Transportation. You know what he came out yesterday? He said, he basically said, this is good because now people are going to get serious about the rail system and blamed former President Donald Trump. Well, at least he's not talking about white construction workers being the bad guys. Uh, oh, yeah, Kathy, thank you. I appreciate it. Just looking down, I had a chance to look down. Yeah, Elon was speaking out against all of it, which is great. Yes. So Pete Buttigieg going after Donald Trump, blaming Donald Trump for the rail system. I mean, Donald Trump is still target number one. And as long as the Democrats continue to make him target number one, he'll probably be the number one Republican in the primary for the next presidential election. I mean, I don't even know if Democrats realize what they do. They keep blaming. Oh, wait a minute. Kathy says it's Palestine like Valentine. I don't I don't think so. I don't think it is that. But whatever. I mean, we appreciate it. Um, Hey, educate us. Teach us. We'll get into all of that as well. Um, So, Elon, we appreciate you jumping in today uh, or at least yesterday and helping the cancel culture situation. I was talking with a business owner yesterday, not a business owner, but somebody representing the business, interested in a partnership that we'll be announcing soon here on Cancel This. And he asked, he's like, hey, is it a good thing that um, Roseanne Barr is doing the Cancel This? How'd you guys feel about that? I said, I've received probably 10 messages, 10, 12 messages about Roseanne Barr and Cancel This. And every one of them was like, Oh my God, you guys are out there. You're ahead of the game. Yes. Roseanne Barr's helping you guys. Yes, because it, it literally looks like the same thing. And now, now her show, I haven't seen it yet. Is it just one show? Or I think is it's, it one a comedy, it's one okay, comedy show. It's one comedy show. Okay. It could turn into a I series. do have a correction for us, though, here. East Palestine is a village in northeastern Columbiana County, Ohio. So Palestine. 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 East Palestine. And that's from Wikipedia, so we'll just say it that way. And we won't say it the wrong way. But you know what also? There's certain... Just to correct ourselves. There's certain towns and areas where locals will call it something. And then that's... And it may be listed as something else. I don't know, but Palestine. St. Chuck, right across the river. Right. (laughs) Palestine. Yeah. Palestine. Palestine. Is the pronunciation. Is what 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 the Googles say anyway. Yeah. Just we'll go with the Googles. Just like Gravois. You know what Bindi's saying here on the chat? Illinois. 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 Bindi on the chat line is saying that Roseanne was offered lots of money to go on the view and she declined. Who declined it? Roseanne Barr. Oh yeah. I wouldn't you know what? 
Why would you go on the View? Especially they destroyed Some people Nikki. do for money. Well, they destroyed Nikki Haley yesterday, and then before. Well, here's because she was running for president. Correct. It's sad. You want to talk about a bully show and a bunch of female bullies? Yes. That is the show, and then they go out and get a quasi um, Republican in name only, right? To join their show to agree with them and not actually go against them. Um, like McCain. What's her first you know, name? Megan McCain. She was on there. It, yeah, time. it's just, yeah, but they ripped her even before they got off. Um, who's the, oh, Joy. Joy. Oh, Joy. It, yeah, if she's still relevant. She, because it's just, be kind, be nice. Nobody's provoking you. There's nobody more joyless than that Joy <laughs> Well said. I mean, they're just nasty. She had to, she had to apologize, kind of apologize, or give true conversations after before the show ended because she had said that uh, Nikki Haley was an election denier um and that's a whole nother subject yes and then she had to come back on before the end of the show and ah yeah yeah Troy says the view's full of a bunch of evil witches so whatever I'm glad Roseanne didn't do it me too I'm assuming Roseanne has plenty of money she doesn't need the promotion she doesn't need to do all the bs but anyway, she but you was, know she was broke. She said she was completely oh, I don't know, maybe broke she, after like they Well, good for her standing her in her morals. Yes. So she probably could use the money. Um so, you know, we have got a bunch of topics that we're covering today. They're jumping in. Eric, good morning. How we appreciate doing? it. How you doing, microwave? Man, look at her. Look at her. We got Lizzie in the house. It's what? like it's like when the principal comes into your classroom, you that's know, what and it is. that's exactly that, what it is. You is. you want to do better. I'm not going to do better, but you want to do better. <laughs> and we appreciate, and Lizzie, don't feel, and seriously, don't feel like you have to be on the phone. You don't have, don't worry. About, I mean, don't worry about those people. Talk, you can talk with us They'll today. cater okay. to you today. They okay. cater to you. Okay, yeah, you guys, so I don't messages. have to be on the phone. You have to say some stuff on there. But you don't have to. People like looking at you. They really yeah, do. They they're do. like, hey, look at You're Lizzie. You're different than Tabitha. Tabitha, they're like, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the blonde Tabitha. <laughs> I'm kidding. Jeannie says the view should be canceled. Okay. You know no, what? No, they shouldn't. No. It's, it's a gift for the Republicans. It what really are you talking is. about? I agree, man. It's an absolute gift for the Republicans, the view. Now, who listens to them for real? Do you listen to no. Whoopi Goldberg no, for I real? You know what? I used um, When I had access to local ratings of TV shows, I would every now and then I'd check out. They were minuscule. I mean, they were barely blipping. They were barely blipping. You ratings. mean as far as ratings go? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, no, I thought they were the, yes. the super powerhouse of soccer moms all, cro- all across America, but yes. I guess I'm wrong. Maybe yes. the Democrat soccer moms. The Democrat soccer moms? Yeah, probably. It, it started with that, uh, who was the uh, fetch? They, they also was, pipe in uh, applause. Rosie O'Donnell. She was the one that really started that whole thing. Right. right? I Back agree. in the day. Rosie. People liked Rosie O'Donnell. They liked Ellen DeGeneres, and they're like, I can put my trust in these people. That's the problem. With right. celebrities. Yes. I, I've seen Whoopi Goldberg in, in some dumbass movie, so now I'm going to put all of my thought process, whatever she says, I agree with. Right, because she was a nun. So you she was have, a nun! She was a nun, so of course you have to <laughs> yes. you know, believe in nuns. Yes, and she was with Ted Danson, and I'm like, yeah. well, whatever she says has to be real and true. She was Don't, a ghost. She was, that's right. She was she the one that- that psychic crazy she, person. She's the only yeah. one that could see the damn ghost. <laughs> She's the only one that could see the damn Oda ghost. Oda Mae Brown. Oda Mae Brown. <laughs> she was in the color purple. She was with the, with Oprah Winfrey. Don't listen to celebrities. Don't listen to me. Well, listen to me. Yeah, don't listen, listen to you sometimes. Listen to Vic. Um, oh, don't, Aaron, I just looked down. What? He's, Aaron says separate the art from the artist. Exactly. You have to. That it's hard really to do. Good. Well That's said. Good. It's hard to Very do. Well when, when you are getting ready to lay down, 
$1,200 to go see Taylor Swift. And you're an impressionable voting age young lady. Yes. And she says, please don't vote for the Republican. And it is hard to go it. against that. I know. I know. A lot of people, a lot of, but, you know, like millennial ages and, well, actually, my youngest one, they all think she's really great. But I was like, think about her life. She's not really that great. They she think, But great. they don't know. They think Taylor Swift is uh, really yeah, great. Yeah, but that's a whole nother. But, but, it's insane. But, but Taylor, Taylor Swift in is completely different. But Taylor Swift has been part of the cancel culture movement herself. Yes, she has. Yes, that's right. True. She, tried well, been, she has mm, tried to, no, and here's why. But she plays the game inside no, of it. She has tried to, quote, cancel Christians. For sure. Who are pro-life. Right. Yes. She tried to cancel them out. Yes. Yeah. She has actually said that if you're a true Christian, you will be pro-choice. I mean, yes. she's, she's trying to push it. So she is part of the cancel culture movement. But you know what? That's how she, she promotes was herself up as on. not being. She's a whack job. She wasn't brought up on. Thank you, Scotty. Being pro-choice. She is. Look, That's what I was trying to tell my kids. Look, the, the, yeah, I wish we had enough. And maybe we should do a, a broadcast, a two-hour, three-hour broadcast on the history of the feminism and the yes. hippieism from the 60s through the 70s through the 80s and how we really, how the, the downfall of our culture right now is not really two years. This is 50 years, well, of course. Yes. 60 years. Yes. And to understand that a Taylor Swift heard these messages back when she was a kid, right. and they then she brought him into her superstardom, and Madonna, the way that she, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. it's, it's up to, but Eric, it's what you said yesterday. This is what's happening. If you want to make it in Hollywood, if yeah. you want to, and her one of her ultimate goals that she spoke about was she wanted to be a TV star too. So she would do everything and anything she could to be in Hollywood. Super talented woman, super talented musician, yeah. and writing. And guess what? You you sell you sell whatever convictions you may have had or yes. you've been we were brought up with to do what you got to do to make it in Hollywood. Look at all the gospel singers that have turned because they want to be big time stars, pop, rap, R&B, you name it, country, switching over to do what they need to do so that they can sell more record, you know records. You but but where I come from I never knew Eddie Van Halen's political stripe. Right, we didn't know who that I was. I never knew it. That was the point. I'm I making. never knew. Yes. The guy inspired me to wake up every morning, <laughs> but I never knew if he was a Democrat or Republican, and I didn't care. Right. And my There life, wasn't there. cancel culture. Right. Now there there are a few loud uh, squeaky wheels that try to go out after people who they don't agree with. Yeah, the, who was the first that you remember? Roseanne Barr, Elon Musk coming out. They know what it feels like to be on that level. Dave oh. Chappelle. We've talked about all these situations in regards to people fighting that movement. Neil Did, Young has been was always... Was that the first one? <clears throat> he's always been super... Maybe it was Dylan? ...outgoing as far as his political views. Dylan... Dylan would have been it, the first, yeah. I would imagine. The, yeah. the, the papas and the mamas or whatever they were called and the, you know... But you never heard Hendrix talk about stuff. I guess he might have, but you never heard yeah, the, the flower power stuff. They, you know, um, uh, Jane Fonda would have been the first movie right. star that so I can remember. Pearl Jam got real big into it. And yes, I just they lost did. All interest. Yeah, in yeah. yeah, that's I mean, right. As soon as they do that, I lose all interest. I, I don't. You... I don't care. I write music. Shut up. I don't care. Yeah. Your opinion doesn't matter to me. It does. It kind of ruins this. Like you it, love it somebody, yes. and then it ruins your thought about them. And then every time now you hear it, you hear their political beliefs. And I just want to hear music. Yeah. And you too was confusing to me because you you always thought they were liberal progressives, but then Bono's like having dinner with George Bush, 
Right. And I could never. <laughs> well, Eric, you know what? Eric, does it Eric, go the other way? Bono was very well documented as a hardcore left liberal, and that's why he was with George very, Bush. Yeah. George Bush very, is not very, very left. I'm sure. Very does, liberal. Does it make a difference for someone like Kid Rock, who comes out on the other side? Yes, yeah. it does. It does because he lives it. You see what I'm saying? Right. He comes out and it's part of his brand. So right. the first thing you see yes. in his video when he comes on stage is this massive American flag. You're like, well, I know where this one's going. Right. <laughs> but you know what? In theory, there should never have been a time when an American performer garnishing the flag should have ever been controversial. Right. It's it's the American flag. How is that controversial? And it is today. Right. It should, it, I mean, when I think of Sammy Hagar, I think of the American flag. When I think of uh, a lot of them, but there's a lot of performers, Whoopi Goldberg, Taylor Swift now, even though I think Taylor Swift would probably be using an American flag because she thinks that she's representing that part of this, the country also. Right, but you know what? The thin blue line is becoming uh, outlawed in a lot of places. Well, it is. It's, it's yeah, it, it is, unfortunately. Rob, Robert is saying, you two songs, read the lyrics that they're very interesting. There's biblical stuff in it. Yeah, and this is an important conversation right now. Because that doesn't change the fact that he was a, a liberal Democrat. It's fine. Who? Um, Bono? Yeah, Okay. Bono. You know what? That's fine. Again, Bono, you know, I remember Sunday Bloody Sunday, and he was holding the flag up 19, 1983 or whatever that yeah. year was. I got it. Okay. I get it. You were, you know, you're, you were one of the first, um, you know, new wave protesters. Okay, that's cool. But right. he never slammed it in your face. It was never, he was never on The View. He was never, you know, Whoopi Goldberg uh, demonizing, you know, Republicans. Remember that? Yes. I think that that's the problem that I really have. Did you have a chance to go see Roseanne Barr, uh, her show no, on, I uh, have you yet. Got, seen it yet on um, Fox? What was it? Fox Nation. Fox right? Nation. Have you seen this? it? No, we were just talking about I know, about but that. did you see it? No. no. You didn't watch no. it? I did. No. Is it good? Yes, I can see where she's trying to go with this. Oh, she, but it didn't work. I'm seeing. I'm looking at your face. Look, it's, it's not. And a, you're honest. It's not about it being good or not. It's about the fact that the antidote for cancel culture is the John Wayne syndrome. You don't give a damn. You have to be an individual. Right. That if you're going to get canceled, you have to look right back at him and go, "Screw you." And, that's <laughs> and then, what and she then, said? and they go, "Yeah, kind of." Okay. She, but cancel culture came out of nowhere. It came when it hit Roseanne Barr. It was like this is this is new to the planet Earth. I'm being canceled. My job is right. being taken away from me. I have to go and apologize for something I'm really not that sorry about. Uh, it didn't work. Now I'm canceled. Now I'm now I'm blackballed. The 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 thing about cancel culture and, and Elon Musk is right on the cusp of this. You have got to be if you're going to say something. If you're going to think that the the First Amendment means something, I'm going to say whatever the hell I want. And not and guess apologize. What? And, and guess what? Stop that. And guess what? If you go after my employer on Twitter or whatever it is, screw you. Knock yourself out. Have fun with it. Now, there's there's a second component to that. You have to be ready to to flip the script on them and go yes. corporation whatever. If you fire this guy, we will make sure that social media knows that you're a woke company. And we yes. will go after you as hard as they're going after you. And that's it the has key. to be flipped. Yes, it has to be flipped. That's the key is people that were getting canceled yeah. were being quiet, going in their house, not saying anything. If somebody's going to come after you, you have to go right back after yeah. them. And that sounds mean, but you're yeah. exactly right. You have to flip it back on them. That's the war. And that Elon Musk war. has a very interest, a unique stance. He owns all the companies that he works for. Yes. 
So he doesn't have to worry about the money and aspect. You know what I've noticed in this whole thing? As much as people don't want to be that person or that group that a small minority of people are going after, how you don't want to have big tech um, going after your comments, your First Amendment rights, I've noticed people don't want to be called the cancel culture bullies either. They right. don't want right. that. They hate that. They run because they get called out when they're trying to go after somebody, when they're trying to hurt somebody who's done nothing to them. That's how you fight back. You call them out for what they're doing because they look like the bullies that they are. You can't go out after people unprovoked, going after them, their business, because they have a different opinion than you do. Yeah. And it's happening. You you just, I, I, I don't, I think that it's very important. If you have something to say, say it. You have to, but these, but there, it's fear. You can't do it now. It's yes. impossible for you to do it anymore. But if you don't have fear, and you're not being mean or not being a bully to someone else, say it. Yep. Just say, say it. it, because because otherwise the density of conversation in this country will lean heavy on one side, yes. and the other side will be, even though the majority is usually the one that's getting knocked around. Uh, the if you don't say it, the the density of conversation will lean heavily on one side. That's exactly right, and that's why they call people like us the silent majority. Yeah, the silent majority. Don't be silent anymore. Don't be silent. Well, I was grateful that Elon came out again yesterday and had to use those words, reminding everybody, okay, guess what? We're not going to bow down to your cancel culture, which is what this show is about. And if you hear of stories or know of people, let us know. Because we're certainly going to bring that up. We're certainly mm -hmm. going to push that out there. And that's what we try to do here on CancelTheShow.com. Once again, go and check out all of our original content there. Um, you can find all of our shows. We're live Monday through Friday, as you know, 8 to 10 a.m. Central Time. But you can find us all the time on CancelTheShow.com. Uh, okay, Vic, can I say something yeah. real quick about that? Last night, all of the listeners that are on here, and this is putting my my hat, my social media hat on. So I was looking at all of the different things. So I just want to remind everybody, it's great that you're getting on and liking everything, but please subscribe. So yeah. we have a lot of people that like and interact with our show, but in order for the show to get an even bigger yeah. platform, you have to subscribe to Rumble, Clout, and Hub, all of she, those things. She nailed it, guys, because here's the deal. There's no doubt, and we've looked at all the numbers for this show. It's amazing to me we're getting shadow banned. It's amazing to me that the platform. I don't care. No, no, you don't want to screw. I mean, we're well, we're, why, get, my, we're I, getting I, I monitored. Got a we're I've never getting got mon yeah, we're getting monitored on for a what? certain site, and that's we don't want to go into it. Well, I don't know what terminology to use anymore. I don't. know I know how, that's cupcakes, that's called cancel culture. This uh, that it it, sucks, Vic but just you made have, my point. If but you, you have if, to play the game. If go go rewind the show. And watch exactly the minute that I said that, and watch the fear on Vic's face. And that's for, it, but it's admirable because I mean, you it, don't. It, make, yes. it makes sense because it we is. tell I'm you with not you. to say certain things. No, I things. never got the memo about saying anything about what uh, I. I don't even remember yes. what I just said. <laughs> but it's it. It's the what Lizzie says squares. We have to subscribe. subscribe. You have to manage on certain sites. It's like certain the, sites. It's yes. like the autopilot of the plane has been broken, and now we have to manually fly yes. this. <laughs> I know. Correct. 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 And it's we're, right? and we're doing really, really well. Yes. And the interaction is really great. Yeah. It's just there's like, you know, like on the sites. I won't say them, but there's some sites. If you go to canceltheshow.com. And you actually go to it, you'll see all the sites that we're on. And we're on a lot. You know, we're on iHeart and Clout Hub yes. and Rumble and all that kind of things. Mm -hmm. But subscribe. You don't yeah. have to actually go on that particular site. It's yeah. just that um, 
yeah, we're, overall, this is a positive thing. We're doing really great. Yes, yes, no, no, great. no doubt. It's it's, you know, it's like uh, it's going upstream, as they say. We are we're fish we're fish and we're going upstream. We're like salmon. We Correct. should have named the show salmon. We should have named because it salmon. we're. <laughs> I love you, dude. Because yeah. we're yeah. we're salmon we're swimming. Good. Yeah, it does, and yeah, it and it jumps and it jumps over tributaries and to get to the yes. other side. It's great. <laughs> to get to the other side. So it's uh we are we're doing, and the and the thing about it is this show. This is what people are talking about. This is the kind of show people want to get involved with. Yes. But if there, if there's companies that are putting their thumb on things and we have to go and do this manually, like I said, if we have to lower the landing gear because our autopilot's not working, then we got to do autopilot. it. That's a good analogy. So, but we're, but, but we're going to you know kick their behinds yeah, because no doubt. this is great. Exactly. People, And I want this to be, I want to have a thousand liberals on every morning. I, my goal, I've just put that in the universe. I want a thousand liberals oh, coming I, after Eric, us. I quit. I do. <laughs> I don't know that Scotty agrees with that. Why? I, I don't want to listen to that white but, crap. But for a thousand liberals, Scotty, you would have 10,000 enlightened. Okay, so I get it then. So you want a thousand, but then you have the, the common sense, yeah. conservative, smart people a yeah. hundred times more exactly. than that. Okay, exactly. I, I got you there. And we're talking cancel culture all the time. And we do find liberals and Democrats who disagree with cancel culture because they themselves can be canceled if they find themselves on the wrong side of a few people who disagree with what they're trying to do. Eric brought up um, liberals in studio. Well, we had a rapper, T. Dubbo, in the other day, and he said he promoted Tashara Jones promote as St. Louis mayor, promoted Kim Gardner as St. Louis Circuit Attorney. We'll be talking about that in the 9 o'clock hour with Nick Schwar, Missouri State Senator. And then when he saw that, in his opinion, that they were not doing a good job or serving the African-American community of St. Louis, what did he do? He went after them and started saying publicly, we need to find new leadership. And he said he faced, quote, backlash. People were trying to cancel him, his rapping music, and his voice because he was a black man. Uh, a man from the streets, a man who grew up tough, who said, this isn't working. So he even faced the cancel culture as he spoke about it as well. Cancel culture, as we know it, until we squash it out, can happen to anybody, Republicans or Democrats. Yes. And, you know, that's why we'll talk about it. We'll continue to talk about it. Remember, give us your stories. Tell us what's going on. Hey, uh, another massive story came out yesterday. Where is this going to go? Um, we talked about this last week. Andrew Bailey, Missouri Attorney General, who came on this show, gave one of his first one-on-one interviews with Cancel This. Well, a whistleblower told him about what Washington University and BJC were doing when it came to their transgender department and, quote, encouraging kids, kids, juveniles, kids, into transgender surgeries. Mm -hmm. He wanted a moratorium. This is what the Attorney General wanted. Well, the president... CEO of BJC Healthcare Systems and the Chancellor of Washington University, um, they said that they're not in favor of a moratorium, but they said they're going to quote add additional no, oversight, not good enough, into their transgender center that's currently the focus of state and federal scrutiny. So they're Richard Likewig is the president of BJC, the Chancellor of Washington University is Andrew Martin. Well, they sent a letter. Um, where they rejected Andrew Bailey's call for the moratorium, saying they would not deny critical care to patients. Now, this ah. is all of, now the patients that they're talking about, at least what we were told, 
was regarding kids or younger ages. The two said they would establish additional oversight, but didn't detail what steps would be taken. It's evil. It, it is evil. I, I can't say this person's name, but she actually works in the St. Louis area. It's a friend of mine. She's a nurse. And she actually does things to human bodies that turns them into the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. And she only does it to adults. And But she was telling me what has to be done and how you laser. It's graphic. It's horrendous and to think that a parent is doing that to their child Mm -hmm. that's like nine or ten is horrible child abuse it's she was telling me what she had to do and she didn't have any guilt with doing it to adults i i couldn't do it but because the adults want it done yeah but she said if you did this to children it is it's it's on, on so many levels and there's anecdote after anecdote drinking alcohol driving a car uh, there's lots of things, uh, owning a weapon. There's a lot of things that we, we, we shield children from because they yes. don't have the ability to make the Spot right decisions. Now, you know what, if you are eight years old and you're feeling like, uh, you're a little boy and you're like, I, I can't get over this feeling that I'm a girl and you keep talking about it there, that, though, that situation, you do need to, maybe you pre prepare this kid. For the next X amount of years. Yes. And you say, you know what? Do not lose that feeling. Don't. I'm not going to try to change your feeling, but you're not getting anything done to your body till you're 26. Sorry, it's in the law. Look, here it is. Yes. However, counseling's available to them. Uh, their, their like-minded peers are available to them. Maybe we, maybe we keep transgender media away from them because I, I am, I really am a believer that a lot of people think that they're this because they see it in the media so much. And it's being pushed in our Well, I was, I was sent a story. I believe it was Monday, uh, by another person in the area who just started up a podcast who sent it to me and it was, and I'm not trying to attack, but it was done at a local news station. One that I know very well. Um, on Andrew Bailey and this whole situation. And it was one of the most one-sided um, stories that I had ever seen. Didn't even have a quote or a comment mm. from Andrew Bailey. It only talked to the heartstrings and the emotional ties to one mother. Now, that's difficult if you've ever dealt with a situation like that. However, that doesn't mean it's right. Give both sides of the story. They did not give both sides of the story. And it was a hit job on the attorney general and in favor of the hospital. And that comes because there is at least one person within the walls of that local news station. Can we just say the news station? I'm going, Fox 2. Okay. You can look, go look at the story. Can we say the name of the producer? I don't know who the I don't okay. know who did the story because I wasn't in there, so okay. I, it wouldn't be right of me to do so that. So Fox Two, ladies and gentlemen, but you can look up the story, and it was a one-sided story. Is demonizing our attorney general right now? That's what Fox Two did. They didn't. It's not objective. This is you know, we, we got three people right here on a panel right now saying that we believe if you take a kid into a into a sterile doctor's office with scalpels and uh, estrogen and testosterone, we collectively think it's evil. I'll, I'll, maybe Scotty does too. I'm sure he does. Um, there's a news station that reaches hundreds of thousands of people on any given day that now has demonized our attorney general saying that BJC, correct? Yeah, well, yes, BJC yes. and Washington University for recruiting. Oh, yeah. And, the and that's the and national it, news one. Washington the, University and this is the a, national This news. is becoming right. a national story, which is why this localized St. Louis story, which we broadcast live out of on this podcast, Became, has become yeah. a national story. And you know what? BJC is it's, it's mind-numbing. You guys are just falling for the flavor of the month. This whole 
turning kids into another gender is the flavor of the month. You didn't hear about this stuff 36 months ago, did you? Not real not really. It's even they're now even in Jeff City, they're fighting legislation against this. Oh, Justin Hicks, Re- Representative Justin Hicks, who we had on last week spoke about puberty blockers. Man, this is going to be an interesting nine o'clock hour. But the int- but this here's the other thing. I wanted to fi- finish out the story because you spoke about a woman. I don't know if this is who you said you couldn't say the name of, uh, but in the article that was written about it, Jamie Reed, a former case manager at the center. had. I, a- I think she knows Jamie Reed, but this isn't the, okay. the person. It's an actual Well, she's nurse. the one that alleged, and this was sent as part of a whistleblower suit, alleged that instead of providing mental health treatment, which we all know is so important. Correct. Trust me, it's good. It's good to talk to therapists. I've done it myself. Yeah. Mental health treatment to children who needed it, they were giving them puberty blockers instead, which paused That's the physical even... change of growing up or cross-sex hormones. That's bad enough. Now, Jamie Reed alleged that cases moved forward and have been moving forward despite disagreements between parents about their own children's need for gender-affirming care, and that really st- started when you have divorces as well. Yes. Anybody that's been through a divorce and you start talking about kids, it becomes a major issue. One parent wants to do this and do that. Oh, yeah, let's add a transgender situation to that as well. Oh, no, that needs to, if, 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 as far as the parents go, if I'm the judge, it has to be a unanimous decision for them, for a parent and to do anything to a kid, right? Correct. I'm sorry. I'm, that's just my firm belief. If I'm the judge, it's like, I need you guys to both raise your hands if you agree with this. No? No, it's not unanimous. Sorry, it's, it's not going to It's changing happen. their body yeah. parts. It's not like, here, do you want a taco or do you yeah. want to eat a pizza? I right. mean, it's a big deal. And the friend that I was talking about that actually performed these surgeries, she said that the doctor that's doing the surgeries refuses to do it now to adults even because the ramifications of these adults afterwards yeah. – the mental illness that probably caused this situation to begin with exasperates, yeah. and that's why the suicide rate is so high. Yeah. There's no counseling provided with the health care. Yeah, Hippocratic Oath, what is it? Do no harm. Do no harm. I mean, if you are a physician, yes. if you're a physician and you know that taking a scalpel to a kid potentially, not even has to, like, okay, it resonates with me, I'm doing harm to this kid, but potentially is going to do long-term damage then you're not you're not living up to the Hippocratic well, there Oath. There was this lady that she that this lady did. She um, was going through the procedure to make her woman lower body part change so yeah. they could put a male's body part yeah. there. They're in the middle of it, so it's basically chemical castration. Yeah. And so why she wanted to do that? So then she goes and has sex with a man, and when she has sex with the man, it blew out her bottom oh. area. Oh my god! I mean, I, I mean, there's stories that she's told me that is so mm. graphic that people aren't talking about. Yeah. They're being silent because what I just said was disgusting. Well, it's it's and, it's, and, it's but, it, that see that's the that's the minutia of all of this. Correct. We're yeah. not talking about minutia when we're talking about this. We're talking about this high level thirty thousand foot yes. ideology. Correct. Oh well, look, we've taken the high road here because we want to be inclusive and we can say it nice and soft and and look at these mean republicans over here they're so mean they don't want you to live in a free society what correct are you high but they're not talking about the (laughs) literally everyday things that people are bleeding out and and now let's talk about the 15 year ramification of this kid to this point over here let's talk about the physical uh disabilities that it brings to these kids yes. let's talk about the therapy that they're going to be in for the next 40 years yes. well there's two sides of it. yeah you've got the adults who are doing this and this story isn't about it's kind of indirectly into adults this is specifically about kids, kids. that's that's why this story has blown up national yes. when you have one of the top teaching institutes in america washington university uh 
for all intents and purposes, has been considered to be one of the best universities in America. And with that being said, they have a whistleblower report on them for encouraging puberty blockers instead of mental health. And we all talk about how important mental health is. To be fair, um, WashU, BJC, finishing up their quote, quote, like you, we were concerned by the allegations. We have begun the process of reviewing practices and protocols at the Transgender Center. Now, there are 21 doctors. There's 21 doctors at the Transgender Center. That's a lot. 21. Now, they say that to ensure that we are upholding the highest standards of care in service to our patients and their families, we will be doing that. And, of course, then they said we are committed to providing life-saving evidence-based care that aligns with the standards set by the American Academy of Pediatrics. No, it's a, it's a money grab, guys. It is it's a money a, grab. I'm sorry. You, you, hi, BJC. This, yeah, this is Eric. I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> You guys are you guys are the you guys are evil. You guys, it's a money grab. If you guys want to make money, go figure out how to cure cancer. I tell you what, you guys want to make money, go figure out therapies that help people and not hurt people. These kids are vulnerable. These kids, I'll tell you what, if there was a surgery back in 1984 that would have turned me into Bon Jovi, I would have done it right then and there. Sure, you okay? had the hair. I know. Well, no, I was like, man, I got. I, I keep seeing this Bon Jovi cat, and the that's abs. the lifestyle that I want to live. I want to be Bon Jovi for God's sakes. You had the looks. So I didn't have the talent. I didn't have the ticket sales, Vic. But if there was a damn surgery that would have done it, I would have begged my mom or I would have gone done it by myself. But then when I got to be this age, I would have been going, what the hell was I thinking? Right. What the hell was I thinking? Why didn't someone protect me to, to make the right decision for a time in my life? Yes. You know what? When you're 26 years old and you have thought about it your whole life and you're in love with a female and you're a female and you want to be the uh, those are challenging thought processes, <laughs> yes. but at oh, least yeah, I'm not an eight-year-old so. kid going to Bell Reeve Elementary School in, in the Parkway School District. It, right. That's a different dynamic. It, it I is. can't even believe we're talking about this. Isn't I'm stunned. Just wait till I feel like I need to wake this? up. We have to. It's, it's the twilight zone. You know what? Zone. I was it's talking crazy. with Alex, our marketing guy from Raising Sales last night, um, and he even said, man, there's so many stories that come out every day. We just talk about the show. We talk about the marketing. We talk about where it's going. And he's like, there's so many stories that come out every day that just five years ago, maybe eight years ago, we'd be like, oh, my God, can yes. you believe this is massive national news? And now because we continue down that path so fast, the yeah. slippery slope that I refer to, they're nothing burgers. Or at least it's like, huh, as Eric says, you just get... Yeah, you get used to it. Yeah. You know. Oh, to desensitize. Nice. You get Trust desensitized. me, two, two, two decades from now. Where do we go now? tomorrow? What's tomorrow? Yeah. What's <laughs> next year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, that's I the, big, the big thing thought. is adults are, are really letting children down. That That's what it is, is adults for money, yeah. for our psychiatric issues or whatever it is. We are really hurting. If you go look at the doctors, I don't know, one of you guys sent it to us. Did you guys, did you send me the doctors that are performing these surgeries? Yeah, I did. Okay. It you was sent to me. I go, get so many things sent to me and I'm grateful for go it. Go scroll down. These look like your soccer mom neighbors. No, yes, they are. I they know. Are. I'm I like, know. oh my God, are you kidding? This These are not but liberals. This is, but this is the, no, but this is, <laughs> they're not liberals. I feel like you need to have an ideology to perform this here's, surgery. I do. But here's the problem. I've, I talked about this as well. It becomes a heart issue, emotions, pulling on those heartstrings where yeah. you think, I, I, I love Then get them kids. in the program. Make, I love them. The program. I mean, maybe we just want them to be who they are. We're just trying to help them because maybe that's how they were born and maybe that's how they feel and we're hurting them by not helping them in this manner. 
These are some of the things you're told. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying hey, one of those doctors on the list is a woman that has been incredibly good to me. I know one of the women doctors that is on that list at the Transgender Center. So if you so you <clears throat> called that doctor and said, I'm not really Vic, I'm Victoria. Will you change me and she'll do it? Oh, yeah. Okay. If I had enough money. Right. Yeah. And she would take care of her certain specialty that she focused. Because it's not, it's, there's certain specialties throughout the entire process when you do this. I mean, it's like taking a final to understand what happens. It's a complicated process. I mean, you're so, right. hey, I'm going to go do this today. Okay. Um, and she's amazing. And with that being said, people love her and her community. Well, she's wonderful. Of right. course she wouldn't be doing anything that's harmful. Of, co of course that wouldn't be an issue. How dare you say that she would do something wrong? Look at her. She's donating all of her time in doing this, and she's doing it because she wants to help these kids because these kids and their parents feel it's the best thing for them. That's what happens, Eric. And then, yeah. of course, then if you try to go against it, and you're the big bad meanie. Yeah. Well, no, the big bad meanie. And that meanie applies is, to a lot of political issues as well. So, so this, so two parts of the story. Vic's old company, Fox Two. I'm high on Fox Two. I'm talking to you. You're part of the damn problem. <laughs> you're to part of the problem as well. I can't believe, and I saw that 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 news report of these guys. And I think it might have been on Five, but they were attacking the new attorney general. <laughs> For attacking BJC or whoever it was. And I was like, wait a minute. I got to get my mind wrapped around this thing. This attorney general is doing the right thing by protecting children. That's what he's tasked to do. And you just flipped the script on this guy and made BJC look like the victim here. What? There's a story about doctors taking scalpels to genitals. To change the sex oh. of what they are all about. And you didn't say, we'll have more on this to see if BJC changes their stripes or whatever it is. Yeah. And we, there is some power to public shaming companies into doing the oh, right thing. Oh, for sure. And they're not, they're not, and their power is Channel 2. They didn't take that opportunity to go, yeah, this is kind of a little bit, mm, we're not, we're not comfortable with this. And I don't think that this is the kind of thing that the country or morality would be comfortable with a hundred years from now. But I don't think so. I is, don't think yeah, no. is an 18 year old old enough to decide. No, they're I don't not think so because no, no Vic, 18 year olds are allowed to vote. And then let's go even further. Can they drink? How no. can, but these aren't just kids. These are parents who are following and supporting their kids Good. and changing. My, my parents would have gone to blockers. My parents would have gone to jail not, if they not, gave me a keg I at know, 16 Eric, years I'm old. I'm not talking about lots of kids doing this. There are some, and there's some that are looking. The issue becomes, is there recruitment going on in schools? Is there recruitment going on at the centers? And instead of the mental health help or mental health direction first and or being the only spot, puberty blockers being given. We I weren't told idea. how many times it happened, but we were told that it happened at, at least once, clearly. I, I got well, and your brain isn't fully, it's not. fully it's not. formed until you're like almost 26. So then, but it's then not. it's parents, it's then it falls back on the parents. Okay, I got yes. Because somebody has to take the kids into the center in the first place. G give me a phone number. Bingo. I'm going to call BJC right yep. now. Here's what I would do. Remember that call old, him, Eric. Call remember, him. remember that old school in Boonville, the uh, military school? Oh, yes, yes, I do, Wentworth I do. Military Academy. That's where we used to do our Mizzou football training. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's I right. That. Yeah. I, okay. hated, I hated that place. All right, that so was a I scary say, place. I say we change it. I say we change it. 
and we make it the transgender preparatory school. And it's a school that you send kids to as a day camp. Maybe it's summer camp. And we go, we we do not know what you're feeling inside. We, you, we know you're 13 years old. We're going to go over all of this stuff. And we're going to turn the media off. We're going to turn social media off. And we want to explore it. And if you continue through this till you're 26 years old, we invite you to have whatever surgery you want to have. But we're going to make sure as a society, because we have a, a, a contract, a societal contract between all of us, mm-hmm. that make sure that you are protected. We have a DFS. We have we have all kinds of things. The cops. We have all kinds mm-hmm. of things to protect you. We have fire departments. Now we have in Boonville, Missouri, a place we can send our transgendered young youngsters who think that they're transgender, and let's explore it. And if you feel this way in the next ten years, you're on That's the road. Really and you're actually a good idea. And you and mentally you'll be ready. You, mentally you'll be even more ready for it. Mentally you will be like I've been through the whole program. I'm super excited. So let's call Boonville right now. You, apparently, <laughs> apparently, you have a phone number we can call. I don't have a phone number. And it's number. just a nice little, it's a summer camp maybe we send our kids all, you're to. Gonna, like, all, I think, yeah, all kids should be sent there <laughs> before they Amen. enlist for the military for a year, two years. Amen. Just yep. like just like Israel, as we've talked about on the show before, too. Yeah. Um, it is canceledthisshow.com. It is a subject we're going to continue to follow, just like the cancel culture as well. This is canceledthisshow.com, canceledthisshow.com. Um, before we talk to Missouri State Senator Nick Schroer at 9 o'clock, um, Eric, or, or Scotty, when you get a chance, could you pop up, uh, could you pop up DeMar when you get a chance again, bud? When you get a chance, Demar Hamlin. Yeah, Demar Hamlin. Remember, we talked. We showed his jacket yesterday from the Super Bowl. Sure did. Um, for our viewers, um, you can see it. For our listeners on podcast, we'll explain the story. Um, it, there's a, a crucifix on the back with some weird artwork. Well, he was getting a ton, and I mean a ton of backlash for wearing this. Why would a guy be disrespectful um, to the crucifix of Christ after he just? What appeared to be, in our opinion, a bunch of prayer going up, as Eric said, in his behalf, saving his life. Um, well, guess what? He came out yesterday, and he apologized. He said after speaking with his parents, he realized that he made a mistake by wearing the jacket and said that he didn't mean any harm by it. He just says that he likes, quote, abstract art, and his abstract art is why he wore that jacket. Mm. He says that his beliefs and relationship with God is not tied to symbolic images. He's like, I will learn from this and continue to walk in love as I always have. Matthew 7, 1 through 5. So I just want to bring that up since we had brought that up and showed that jacket because to me, at the very, I mean, bizarre choice. And when you look at the head of the image that is on the crucifix, that image has also been listed with that same image has been paired with some satanic things. It's, Maybe it's, it, it was it was blasphemous. I think a lot of Christians. So he came out and he apologized. Christians are not happy publicly. about it at all. No, they're not. But you know what? We can forgive, and we can definitely forgive if if Lamar's like, look, I, I get it. I like uh, I like Picasso's as much as the next guy, but this is not the time or the place to be cutesy with the image of Jesus Christ, considering you had 30, 40, 50 million people praying at exactly the same time to save your life, in my opinion. Um, and when you come out, it come, maybe you have a cross on your lapel. 
maybe that's it. Maybe you, maybe you say something in an interview saying, I wouldn't be here for, well, for all the other people. And this, this is a good guy. When anything that we have seen documented from this guy, mm-hmm. he's helping people. He's he's high fiving the community after football games. This is a good dude, but it did look a little suspicious at a Super Bowl that had Rihanna basically dressing up as a devil. Yeah, that wasn't a good combination to do. <laughs> right, that, I mean, so giving he- hand signs that. <laughs> It was I like mean, it, certain things. It was like, man, you, we're living in a time when you have to be very, very specific on your intentions. Yes, yes. Right? I, at first, when I oh. saw it, I, I didn't realize it was blasphemy at first. I just looked at it and I thought it was ghetto Jesus jacket or yeah. something. And then you look at it closer and you're ghetto like, ghetto Jesus oh. jacket. Yeah. I did. I just thought it was, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. So. It is interesting. I have a chance, as you guys were talking so eloquently, so passionately, so directly, and in my opinion, so correctly. I had a chance to read some of the comments. Okay. He sold out. What does that mean? He sold out to the powers that be mm-hmm. regarding uh, blasphemy of, quote, Jesus, Christians, Christ. Okay. Um, so Todd says, you know what? He's 24 years old. I believe that he didn't think about it. He made a mistake. Um, but now he's apologizing publicly. Uh, somebody else says it's disrespectful. Um Everything, oh, but Jay says everything that doesn't fit the Christian images are labeled satanic. Um, yeah, there's all that's the thing about this. We want to have those conversations. We're not always going to agree. You're not going to agree with us all the time. We may not agree with you. Our listeners, viewers may not always agree with each other on topics, but that certainly was a bizarre jacket to wear on the national platform. No and, doubt about it. And maybe it. after his injury, worldwide platform. He like isn't all there. Like maybe his brain function got hurt too, or something. So mm. he's compromised in the fact that he's making a decision he might not have made before the well, accident. Yeah. Well, it didn't affect his brain. It affected his heart. But I mean, you're right. No, this is uh, this is he, he. Are you kidding me? Is that is that our man right there? Well, yeah, at nine o'clock. Yes. At, never mind. I, I digress. We at have, nine o'clock. We'll, I thought we'll, I thought he was we'll going to be. We'll have plenty a, of time. He's a damn senator, and he's coming in to see hang out with us hacks. But anyway. Um, <laughs> You know, he's cool. I mean, we're going to be getting to him, but like, yeah. if you know Nick Schroer, he's like, Schroer, yeah. he's very cool. You know, he's like, I thought he was going to be on the hip. phone. That's what I thought. I was thought he was going to be on the phone. Gonna, I'm so here. glad he's here because he owes us a lot. But anyway, let me, let me get back. Yeah, let me Nick, get back you owe to us you. a lot. He can't hear us, and we're talking about it. Let me, so let me, fun. Bendy. So, the, so uh, you know what? The fashion is in the eye of the beholder, spirituality is in the heart of the beholder. Okay, so if he saw this thing and it was, if it was like you said, if it was some kind of fashion statement and it right. was, it, no, he had no, uh, you know, it, he wasn't trying to be mean about it or he wasn't trying to be blasphemous about it. I told him, mean, for, forgiven. I'm done. Right. You, that was my yeah, initial thought. And that's me too. That that's right. Yeah, 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 me too. But I'm glad. I mean, he, that, didn't, he didn't have to apologize. Okay. Yeah. If, I mean, if he didn't think he was doing anything wrong, he didn't have to apologize. He went the extra step. And and he did. He put it out there on Twitter. So you know what? Forgiven. Yeah. I mean, so many times yeah. if somebody quote does something wrong to everybody else and they apologize, dude, it's over. Amen. Yeah. Damn, it's that's over. The end of it. Yeah. And <laughs> that's why I wanted to bring it up. You apologize, yeah. it's over. Yes. Move on. Yes. Stop trying. So and that goes both ways. So here we go. Damar Hamlin doing what he did. You think he'll play again? No. Never. Even though, even though doctor said he could. Um, I don't think he will play again. I think they're going to parade him around. I think he's getting paid by the NFL. I think that he will be a wonderful 
um, image for the NFL to show from city to city. But what's he the message? That when you see him, what what do people do? I think a prayer. No, when okay, when I see him, people are clapping, they're cearing, they're mm-hmm. happy about it. But the broadcasts aren't talking about prayer. Yeah, but that's what they're I think talking of. about. Oh, he made it through. The reason I don't think he'll ever play again is because this guy was dead for nine minutes. Yeah, but what caused the death? Literally, de- well, and that's what my point is. There's We're no doubt. There's that. no doubt so? in my no. mind it was his heart. Yeah. There is no way in hell the NFL is going to let him back on a field. I, I don't see it happening because if something were to occur again, yes. oh my God, could you imagine what would happen to the NFL? I don't think he'll play again. I think he's going to be an ambassador uh, and they'll play it out. But once again, when you're talking about the billions and billions and billions of dollars the NFL is, will be, and continues to generate, and because of, I think, I agree that he's an ambassador because there was so much negative publicity with the kneeling and the BLM stuff and all that. And here, yeah. he, and now here he is, and everybody started praying, and the NFL started looking good. If he plays again, that is an insurance. Yeah, but how do you square the two if you're the but, NFL? But the if NFL, you're Goodell. Well, why, we showed the video <laughs> with his right, interview with right? Michael Strahan yesterday. He refused to talk about what the doctors told oh, him. Oh, that's brutal. That is. There, that is, he is there's no way in hell that dude's lining up in the NFL again. No. It's just, it's not he won't happening. Tell. I, I, I don't see yeah. that but happening. But what a great thing to be, to go out. I mean, you really, you went out on top. You're not known as the guy that takes a knee for the flag. Exactly. You're not the guy that uh, looks at BLM matters. You're the guy that represents the NFL's spiritual wing. Yeah. And I guess still, if that's the way you want it. <laughs> and we still have listeners who are not convinced that it's him. No, a lot of people. Ah, lot of people I, I can't go there with you, dead. man. I no, can't. He's a clone. Uh, no. A How do you clone someone in two days? Oh man, Eric, you have to use a know. goat, and then you no, have to turn him into just, a human. And I don't know, Eric. How do you do it? I, and maybe Vic, there's other please tell me you don't believe on. in cloning people I, that I, fast. Uh, I'm not saying fast. I'm just Antarctica. Just, now we got clones. Now what, what's next? Planned a while back, and he passed out, and he wasn't really dead. And maybe it wasn't a clone. It could have been a look. Who knows? I'm not going to go down that path right now. I'm just saying that there are some people that believe that. That's true. When it comes to Demar, I'm just grateful that Demar, or for those of you who think it's a clone, actually apologize for wearing the jacket. It's over. Okay. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We got a couple commercials. Literally, it's like a minute and a half, two minutes stops. So don't go away. It's just a minute. <laughs> and we got we got the man, the myth, the legend. I am racing to get a water and racing back. We'll see if we can get yes. it in time. Missouri State Center, Nick Shore coming in. You won't want to miss this subject. And even if you don't live in the state of Missouri, this is a massive story because you now have state legislatures screaming, no justice, no peace. Black state legislatures calling white state legislators racist all because of the possible state takeover of police. It's, again, becoming a national story, and it's based in the Show Me State of Missouri. Share the show, like, subscribe. That helps what we do. You know what we do. We've got another hour packed of information with Missouri State Senator Nick Shore right after this. If you have questions, let us know as well. Back with more. Cancel this right after this. 
White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment. White Glove Exotic Services, check them out at cancelthisshow.com. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or find her online at experience-re.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. And welcome back to Cancel This, everybody. Cancelthisshow.com. Cancelthisshow.com. Please share the show. As always, you know what we do here. News headlines, politics, interviews, the best interviews that you're going to find. Cancel culture and all things society. Uh, We do what we can. We appreciate you guys jumping in. You're a part of the show. You lead us. You guide us. We're here for you trying to fill that void. Um, Scotty Gherkin on the boards. Cameras. Studio looks amazing as always. Eric Johnson here. Lizzie Sparks. Hi, Lizzie everybody. is in today. Uh, love it when you're looking at that camera, Lizzie. We see your pretty face, oh, too. That's yeah, awesome. I need to <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie Sparks in for Tabitha. People had asked, we said it at the beginning of the show, Tabitha uh, was sick, so I feel bad. Uh, prayers definitely for Tab because Tab, uh, she goes through a lot. <laughs> She's still the same woman that went out after a night of party and came into studio, threw up twice, came right back on set, and was ready to rock and roll. So rock star, a rock yeah, so, rock star, literally. She is. Yeah. So you know that if she's sick, she's sick. So uh, Tabitha, if you're listening, she was on her way to the doctor this morning. Uh, we miss you, Lizzie. Doing a great job coming in here and filling in, and of course, we'll certainly get. Uh, 
um, Nick. Hey, Scott, when you get a chance, um, could you change the uh, name tag for uh, Nick? That would be awesome. Nick's a good-looking dude, but... Um, well, I thought you can identify as anybody today. <laughs> oh, you can. You can. I thought those are the rules. If I want to be Tabitha, I can be Tabitha. If you want to be Kathy. Or Kat- oh, is that, am I Kathy today? <laughs> and that's what it is. You're Kathy and I'm Tabitha. Okay. Instead like of Nick it. and Lizzie. I like so it. The yeah. Dems say you can do it, so you, do you it. might as well just roll with it. I'm good with it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, and I'm Vic Faust. Ladies and gentlemen, Missouri State Senator Nick Schroer. He was friend of The Edge, uh, especially back in the COVID days when he come on. Nick, since we've talked to you last, um, you've been rocking and rolling in the state center. You've getting oh, national. Man. You're getting national headlines now as well. Uh, people love you. People hate you. That's exactly how you want it. You've never been anybody to mix words. And we have a couple things to get into. This, first of all, the capital, I, the show me state is taking the national stage right now. There's so many issues. Can we start with the latest and work backwards to forward? Absolutely. What the hell happened yesterday? With African American legislators calling you and others racist. Well, it's uh, it's nothing new for us in the Missouri State Capitol, and, and it it's usually coming from the liberal white progressives uh, that are they're sending their kids to private school huh. and they're fighting our attempts to I, allow I was, these. Oh, you said usually it's that. Yeah, m- most oh. of the times it's the it's the white progressives that are saying that it's time to segregate once again and allow for. Uh, these black-only events like we're seeing in some of these universities and colleges, no. they're the ones that are usually uh, getting loud about you know being shut down, the chicken little arguments. But, yeah, yesterday I was in my office, and I heard this commotion outside and, and opened the window to, to listen to it. And it, now adhering to the rules of the House, this didn't happen in the Senate, but it, adhering to the rules of the House is, is supposedly racist now. The same rules that the Democrats, when they had the supermajority for decades, when they didn't call on Republicans, black, white, indifferent, it wasn't racist back then and it shouldn't be racist now. It's simply the rules. And if you don't know how to abide by the rules, you probably shouldn't be in state government. No doubt. That That sounds very entitled. Well, they are entitled. entitled. The white liberals are the worst. Did they just go over the line like in the last decade of, of, you can call me racist all you want, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Do you, I mean, mean, when someone calls you racist, you go, uh, okay. I I think it is by design because, you know, nowadays, instead of focusing on all this critical race theory talk, and we had the Parents' Bill of Rights come up in the Senate this week, um, you know, they were throwing, the Democrats were throwing around allegations that the Republicans are the Jim Crow era uh, suppressionists. And I said, oh, wait a second. If you want to look at actual history, who founded the KKK? Who created the Jim Crow laws? Who fought against the Civil Rights Act for so long? Who supported slavery? It's all the Democrat yeah, Party. So right. the, the scars on our history aren't necessarily American scars. They're Democrat scars. And that's why I think they're, they're doing this little boy who cried wolf. So finally, when you actually see something that is racist, more than likely coming from the left, we're just going to pass it over and say, okay, you, we've heard that time and time again. But standing up to... Uh, stop the killing of black lives in the city of St. Louis to stop the attacks and the burning of black owned businesses in St. Louis is somehow racist. Unbelievable. So yeah, yeah that's, so that's what I was trying to get at Nick talking with Missouri state center, Nick Shore. Why were these quote Democrats, whether they were right, white Republican or another color or race angry that they weren't wanting to speak? What were they wanting to speak on? Well, let me, let me just preface it with this in, in court. I'm an attorney uh, in court. They say, if you, if the law is on your side, pound the law, with your argument, pound the law. If the facts are on your side, pound the facts. When neither is on your side, the law or the facts, pound the table. And that's what the Democrat Party is doing right now. They're just getting loud. Yeah. And I was in the House chamber talking to uh, the Speaker of the House, Dean Plocker. Yeah. And we were, we were talking about something totally different. 
But it's a bill that I have that was on the floor. Lane Roberts, who uh, sponsored this special prosecutor bill, uh, had some crime provisions in there. They spoke on that bill for three hours. And the individual that went to uh, headline news saying, oh, they didn't call on me. It's racist. He was speaking when I got into the chamber that day. Oh, wow. Several times he was called on when I was yeah. in the chamber. Yeah. They spoke for three hours. It was a rule that they said on this bill, we're going to we're going to allot for three hours. So figure out who you want to speak on certain issues. If you yeah. keep repeating yourself or if you break the rules, we're done. Eric, this is a national story. Now. I know. I've it seen is. it on national <laughs> news. I have seen national. Missouri is ground zero for a lot of things. Right. Ohio is a ground zero for a lot of things. Obviously, Florida is ground zero for a lot of things. But um, our it seems like our breadbasket right now is the state of Missouri taking over St. Louis's law enforcement. I don't know how deep that goes. I don't understand the story that well. I guess we're trying to take back control of the police. I say we, but the state of Missouri is trying to take back control of the police. And now what is, are we trying to take over the prosecutor's office as well? Are we trying to somehow interface with that? So that's a little bit of a separate issue. Um, now, she's a elected official. Kim Gardner is, even though she's not doing her job. St. Louis she Circuit was, Attorney for those outside of the state of Missouri. And she was reelected. Uh, hordes Overwhelmingly. Of George Soros money came in. Voter turnout was incredibly low. So you can't necessarily do like other states have done. Like Florida, for example, was able to remove a prosecutor that wasn't upholding the law. We don't have those abilities here in our state. But working with the Prosecutors Association uh, and Tim Lomar's organization, they are not necessarily supportive of the measure for a special prosecutor, but it's getting all of them together to say, hey, in these areas where crime is a certain percentage and they're overwhelmed, they're <laughs> understaffed, they're unable to answer. There's over 200 murder cases in the city of St. Louis right now that are being untouched. Right. 200 murder cases, 4,000 okay. regular cases, seems, whether it's seems light. robbery. Uh, yeah, so... Nick, I heard Jane Duker, um, who leads the... um, It's my favorite Democrat, by the way. (laughs) Ours, too. Yeah, 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 she she leads the the police association uh, from a law standpoint. She texted or tweeted yesterday, 300 cases right now Kim Gardner has refused to touch. Yeah. These are cases that police have brought charges on people. She's just dismissed And the statute of limitations is taken away. So what this bill would do is allow the elected prosecutors in the state to come together and say, all right, we're going to appoint a special prosecutor, not the judge coming in saying, well, here's the prosecutor of my choosing. It's a non-biased special prosecutor that will come in in these areas that need it in our state. Now, the police issue is is totally separate. But when you focus on the elected prosecutors in our state giving some assistance to uphold your oath to protect and serve in the community, how in the hell is that racist? It's not. But it's not. What is the what? Just to, to start from ground zero. What is the check and the balance of a of a St. Louis, Kansas City, Springfield prosecutor to just fill the potholes? You were elected to do X, and you are falling behind on X. How? What is the check and the balance? I mean, there's checks and balancing government all over the place. It seems like the prosecutor can just go, I'm not doing anything. Well, on the, I think on the lowest level possible, um, it's the elections. That's the check and balance. And here, you've got such a low turnout. St. Louis City is now under 300,000 residents for the first time in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's astonishing. Businesses are fleeing. People are fleeing. Uh, but another check, uh, and we saw this, I think, a year ago, is a Missouri Supreme Court that came down. There were ethics complaints filed. There were legal complaints filed on Kim Gardner. But what happened? Nothing. She suppressed evidence. She lied to the court. <laughs> Not a damn thing yeah. happened. Yeah. So that's why we have to come in. She's able to just 
it's the Wild West right now in the city of St. Louis. Sure I've seen uh, apartment buildings. I've seen hotel buildings. I've seen businesses that have bullet holes in them from just people joyriding and shooting their guns everywhere. The, the, the attack on police from the mayor's office, from the, the uh, prosecutor's office, is yeah. sending police elsewhere. In St. Charles County, we're, we're doing great right now. We're recruiting the cream of the crop yeah. in the city of St. Louis. But what does that do? To uh, the big bustling metropolis, the economic generator that St. Louis should be. Yeah. Well, the crime con- the crime starts to try to come out to St. Charles County. It and, is, and it and, is and, out. and you see it coming that way. Yes. Talk with Missouri State Senator Nick Shore. Nick, regarding the situation that happened yesterday at the Capitol, is that why you're not in session today? Because you're supposed to be in session, We're not supposed s- to be not sitting live in the cancel this studio. Well, I know that there is uh, some craziness, and I, I frankly don't give a damn about the NFL. I applaud Kansas City Chiefs. I applaud the. The businesses out there that uh, welcomed Kansas City back in in this parade, but I remember what the NFL and those uh, those owners Jerry Jones and all those did to St. Louis yeah. when they colluded Cri- criminals, to, yeah, to yeah. screw criminals. us. Criminals. So and they've already been proven that way because that's why they paid St. Louis all the money. They well, were scared to death to go to court. We the, the House and the Senate broke yesterday. We gaveled in, really didn't do much because a lot of the legislators wanted to go down there. And celebrate. I kept doing the people's work in the Capitol, uh, but Monday was President's Day. We worked President's Day knowing that one of these days, whether it was okay. Wednesday or Thursday. So the House, I believe, is not coming in on uh, Monday. They're coming in today. So it, it's, a, it's a little bit goofy. I was surprised when we didn't go into session because there's a lot of things that are uh, on, coming up on the calendar. The, the school choice issues that are coming yes. up, the men and women's sports that are coming up, these uh, surgeries and hormone replacements for minors. Minors that we were just talking about that. There are witnesses that are even saying that they started transitioning their two-year-old. I'm I'm not. No, no, no. They're two-year-old. No, no, no. Nick, are all of these issues that you just brought up, including this, I mean, two big ones that we've talked about today, state takeovers because of cities that are not doing the job or getting results and people feel unsafe. And second one, the puberty blockers. Are these national stories, too? Yes. Are these national issues? Are these national issues that state legislators are dealing with? Well, the, the state takeover, not so much. Um, but crime is a big issue in these liberal-led cities. I mean, find me a liberal-led city. Find me uh, New York City, uh, San Francisco, Chicago. any city that's yeah that's been governed by Democrats for at least ten years, and it's one of those holes that Donald Trump was talking about. I mean, the crime yes. is outrageous. Yes. The businesses are fleeing. Um, there's attacks on police. So that is being felt in all of these liberal cities across America. But yeah, the trans issues of uh, what we saw in this affidavit, 20 plus page affidavit, where a lady who claims to be further left than Bernie Sanders, who is married to a trans individual who worked at the Wash U Trans Center yes. for years, yep. finally came forward saying, man, the, the, the stuff that I'm seeing is abhorrent. It's illegal. It's immoral. I believe, this is what uh, Jamie Reed said, I believe in trans rights, but what this is doing is setting us back decades. The and Jamie Reed even- is the woman who we said earlier was one of the, quote, whistleblowers that sent a report to Andrew Bailey, the Missouri Attorney General's office, regarding puberty blockers being suggested to juveniles, not mental health first. Are people attacking her now? I mean, she. I, I, I figured they must be because she's the perfect person to Great come question. out and say Great that. Great comment, Lizzie. But now are people like other transgenders or people on the left? What are they doing to her? So the, the liberal wing of the lobby corps on these issues, not all the lobbyists, but the, the liberal wing that is very supportive of uh, allowing kids to chop off certain parts of their body. Oh, my God. Um, Every time I just hear it. Just... I mean, it, there, there are records that Jamie provided in this affidavit that are startling. And this is an affidavit that was sworn under oath. 
So not only can law enforcement come after her if she is lying, but Wash U and the, the doctors at this train center can sue her if she's lying. Um, so she better have her ducks in a row, and we think that she does. But we have uh, some individuals that always come out to testify against what the Republicans are trying to do, common sense bills that are trying to discredit her. And I mentioned this week, I said, you know what, whatever happened to the believe all women thing right. that right. we heard during yes. the Supreme Court hearings that don't even investigate no. the allegations, just believe all women, believe all liberal women. And that's exactly it. Believe so, all right. liberal women yes. when it suits them for their argument. But yeah, it is an issue that I think other states are, are addressing. We had a witness come in that at 16, uh, she ended up having a double mastectomy in Nebraska, was told oh. the same exact things that pressure from these trans doctors. If you don't, to the parents, if you don't allow us to go forward with this treatment on your kid, you're going to have a dead daughter or a dead son. There's so much stuff. So they stuff. scare the parents Manipulation. half to death. Absolutely. Thinking that they're going to commit suicide because the transgender you know, movement is, there's so much suicide in it. But they look at it because they, they're not the right sex. Not that there's probably a mental illness. Well, there. and that's the thing. When you bring up the fact that there are 11 studies out there, unbiased studies, all of them are showing the overwhelming majority of these kids, 60, it was like 60 plus to 91% yep. of those kids that don't receive the hormone replacements, that don't get the sex surgeries, will actually grow up to say, huh, I'm glad I didn't do that. Exactly. This is my Bingo. the sex. Yes. This is the body yes. that God gave me. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I wish, I mean, I wanted you to come in here so bad. I just, I thought you were going to call, but talk about the crime and how we're fixing it in the state of Missouri. And we talked to the governor earlier and we talked to the AG earlier. But now I feel like the, the biggest thing that Missouri has to deal with is, is, is protecting our kids. It yeah. seems like it's yes. just the CRT garbage, the transgendered garbage. The, it just seems like the legislation, the legislators and the governor really need to take a look at, okay, you don't get surgery in this state until you're 26 years old. Period. I, we'll, we'll, we'll debate this later, but the, we're at a time right now where you have to address that now. Just to make sure that Washington University doesn't go, hey, we're doing uh, this under the cloak of liberal medical uh, procedures. Because liberal medical procedures get people hurt a lot. Yeah. And I'm just saying, is that, have you guys shifted in the last few months or have you have? Well, I think we shifted since last year. Last year, there was a lot of, definitely uh, no a lot of fighting, a lot of personalities that, yeah, you might agree on the issue, but because we had a fight last week, those people weren't going to let that go away. We can concentrate on the policy. Man, this week in the, uh, the Missouri Senate, we passed a lot of different re reforms, repeals, a lot of different bills addressing a wide array of issues. And we were able to talk about it. And the Democrats are scared. The Democrats are seeing that over mm -hmm. the past couple of years, the fighting was between Republicans. Now it's Republican versus Democrat. We passed the Parents' Bill of Rights this week. It does need some work. So I'm hoping Justin Sparks can get in there. And not Justin Sparks. That's another representative. Right. Justin right. Hicks. I just met with Justin Sparks on the crime issue. Former Justin uh, Hicks officer. joined us last week as well to talk about the puberty blocker yeah. issue as well, well. For any of you who don't know that, that's why Nick was pointing to me. That's my son-in-law. Yeah, so we, <laughs> we've got some rock stars in the Missouri House right now. So. Uh, we've got a perfect perfect time to address a lot of these issues, whether it's school choice, men and women's sports, the crime in, in the city of St. Louis. This is what government should be doing, protecting life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, life, liberty, and property of all Missourians, especially when you look at the city of St. Louis. I mean, the crime is fleeing. 64% of the arrests a year or year two ago in St. Charles City were attributed to people coming yes. over yes. from yes. St. Louis City. Sure. Again, you've got the Ethical Society of Police, a largely African-American. Yeah, so... The the Nick, they were here. The two organizations are called racist now for yeah. trying to <laughs> tackle crime <laughs> that is impacting black residents in, in well, the city Donnie, of St. Louis. Donnie Walters <laughs> came in live studio with us on Monday. Yeah, 
and we promoted you. He even spoke about you. He said that he has backlash. People were, quote, trying to cancel him. African-Americans were trying to cancel Donnie, yeah. who's the president, because he sided with Nick Schroer out of St. Charles. Even the, the white liberal rage mob on, on social media was the coming after mob. him. Oh, yeah, they were, they were coming <laughs> so after him and I was showing Donnie pictures. Isn't that racist? <sighs> to call, I don't know. It, it's just it's nonsense. We need common what sense is, back Let me politics. ask you this, Nick. If, if you have to do one ounce, one nanosecond of fighting against the word racism, what's the anecdote to that? The antidote to that? I mean, ultimately. What's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the drug that you guys can use to shoot back at them and go, one word? Because they use that one word really effectively. What, what I've done, and I've done this on the House floor, when anybody throws that out, say, okay, well, that's what a racist would say. Obviously, who's it coming from? Yeah. It's coming from the Democrat Party. The yeah. Democrat Party that founded the KKK, that created Jim Crow laws, that supported segregation, that is doing this all again, that is now trying to uncover history, tear down statutes of their problems that they caused on slavery yeah. and, and racism. So, yeah, if you want to call it's me racist tool. for trying to protect the black lives in the city of St. Louis and make sure that those See, who are murdering you black lives. You too many words. You use too many. Well, See, that's like what the, a racist would say. Right. But here's and the where deal. did you grow up? Let everybody know where you grew up. The mean streets of Ferguson, Missouri. Oh, there yeah. you go. There you go. Thank uh -huh. you very much. But here's much. the thing. When Nobody somebody... wants to know the full story ever. They only want to look at headlines. They only yeah. want to look at certain things. You've got to do deep dives into full story so you understand the entire story, not just a, a couple blips here and there. See, here's the deal with the word racism, especially in, in, in Missouri. The first image you get is a white guy telling Rosa Parks or whoever to go to the back of whatever bus. And you know who that is. white guy was? Yes, a Democrat. I, I understand that because they. Well, I'm from the South. They don't realize that the Democrats were I the ones. I thought you were that, from Seattle. Uh, well, I was born Louis. in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I lived in Georgia. I've lived and all. I've lived everywhere. But the <laughs> Democrats were the guys that ran the the, the Confederate flags Absolutely. up the pole, and they defended the South. And Jim Crow was a Democrat. So <laughs> the thing about it is, is that the we need to do a mar better job marketing. And have discussions in reality. And if someone calls you a racist from this point further, whether it's Warby Goldberg or whether it's a, a state rep or whatever, whoever it is, you guys need one word that goes, oh, yeah, well, blank. But Fake it's news. so overused now that people are not even paying attention. So when I call exactly. you a racist, right. you can just go, mm. Like, because they don't believe that. Well, anymore. that's the effect that it does have uh, ultimately on conversations. It used to be a word where people were like, whoa, what? Like, like communist. Yeah. I remember when my grandpa who fought in World War II came back and would talk about communism and socialism. That was something you didn't want to be. Right. I mean, the greatest generation would probably bring you in the back and yeah. uh, have a good talking to with yeah. you. Lucille Ball. Yeah. And now the whole, the whole thing with racism, <laughs> yeah. it gets thrown out there so much. Mm -hmm. It's just, okay, whatever. It doesn't have the impact like it did. I hope board. not. I hope not. Um, so what's going to happen ultimately, your gut feeling regarding, and correct me if I'm wrong, I've been told that the state takeover doesn't really have a shot, Vic. Now, we can say it does because there will be a few Democratic senators that will either filibuster yeah. or not allow this to be even be talked about and move forward. Just Educate the average Missouri citizen, anybody else around the country that's listening, how these things work at the state level. Yeah, ultimately in the in the Senate, you have a power that uh, that I didn't have in the House. It's the power to filibuster. And you don't have to stay on topic. You can stand up and talk for uh, as long as you want, days, weeks, months if you wanted to. You could read scripts from uh, the Cancel This Show if you wanted to, uh, to, to filibuster. So I know there are some Democrat senators that would like to see uh, a couple things addressed in this bill. I'm working with them. I don't know if it's going to get filibustered. 
But ultimately, if you're talking about making the area that is predominantly black, the city of St. Louis, it's not a, a predominant white neighborhood. Um, this is an area that if you want to stop us from protecting those citizens, those homeowners, that's racist. If anything's racist, that is. So we're going to continue working with them. The people, the naysayers that are saying this bill's not going to make it, 2019 called. That same argument didn't work when my heartbeat bill uh, was attacked. So someone from my band who's listening to the show right now just said, the way that you do it is you preemptively call them racist. If you don't support my bill, you're a racist. And then they got to defend against it. So. Not Again, a bad idea. Well, I don't know. This seems like it's. If it you vote sense. against my bill, you're yeah. a racist. If you yeah. If, yeah. if you throw the first Scud missile out there, maybe uh, you know. If you maybe. don't listen to the show, you're, you're a racist. racist. Yeah. You're a racist. Yes. Yeah, it's so, like and, yeah. go, go down to Jeff City when you go back I down will. and just walk right in there and go. You're a racist. You're a racist. racist. You're a racist. If you don't oh, pull you, up to cancel this show, yeah. right, you're, you're racist. Look at all the racists in the chamber today. That's right. What is uh? What's your relationship with um, um, Governor Parson right now? Is it are you guys sit down? Are you guys working collectively as a team? Do you guys have uh, because it seems like the Democrats and correct me if I'm wrong, they go into lunch a lot and they say this is what we're doing and they hand out talking points right. and they walk lockstep. Do you guys walk lockstep? Do you guys have a plan of attack? Because for this very short amount of time that this afforded to you to get a lot of stuff done, well, we, we still have the supermajority. And you're never going to have lockstep with the Republican Party. We're, we're more a party of principle and not just political allegiance. And that's what the Democrats do. I mean, look at the uh, Obamacare debate. Nancy Pelosi had no clue what was in the thousands upon thousands of pages. Basically, and she said, said it. We got to pass it to find out what's <laughs> in it. This isn't like a <laughs> right. she kidney stone. She said we got to pass it to find out what's in it. it. Mm. But, I mean, yeah, but so the re- Republicans, we are communicating mm. a lot more than uh, ever before. <laughs> And that's why I think that, uh, yeah, we may disagree with a minor provision in this bill. We're going to try to tweak it rather than blowing it up because in the past, Republicans are the ones that filibuster at any given moment. But, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys are talking about, uh, you know, bringing the fight to the Democrats. A, a group of us young senators, myself, Curtis Trent, Ben Brown, uh, Mary Elizabeth Coleman, Travis Fitzwater, we've all come together. And we're going to have a, a sort of a podcast that we're just going to put out there. Oh, we're that's not, awesome. We're awesome. not trying to monetize it. We're just putting it out there Good. to combat all the left-wing lunacy about, well, the racists are trying to take over the city of St. Louis again. No, the people of St. Louis are going to be on this board that the governor can pick and, and work with the mayor. So it's combating the fake news, combating the BS that the liberals and the, the left-wing media are going to attack us. We need a counterpunch, and it's going to be called the Upper Chamber we, uh, we finally got some of the uh, hardware in the office up at the Capitol, so we're going to be pushing it out there. You guys, feel free to share it. Let's Are you going to be in the Capitol doing it? Absolutely. Yes. That's nice. Fantastic. And Nick, Love let us it. know so we can nice. promote you and let everybody know what you've got going on, how For we sure. can continue to push it out. Because when people listen to you, they understand what you're about. They know what you do, and they know what right. you're bringing. You've never backed down from anybody. Never I mean, will. I've known you for about seven years, seven and a half years. You've had Republicans come after you. You've had Democrats come after you. Keep and, staying and keep fighting. Well, you keep winning elections. That, that's that's because the key. he's he's winning elections because yeah. you're fighting for. And us. that's what the people want. The people want somebody that's not going to go down there and kiss the ass of their party or the lobbyists or whatever special interest group. They want yeah. somebody that's going to listen to the people and go down there and fight like hell to get the job done. Do you guys have committees? We do. Okay. Yeah, and I just, I'm asking you, and Vic probably already knows this because he always looks at me like I'm crazy. Because uh, you, you, you are crazy, Eric. Just, yeah. just a little bit. Have you brought any groups in about defending 
to, to go back to the whole uh, BJC thing, have you got brought any groups in to say, this is why uh, transgendered kids should have sexual uh, surgeries? And did they have a chance to defend themselves in public? What is that? Well, we had yet? a hearing this week, actually, in uh, the Emerging Issues Committee on that very topic of the transition surgeries, hormone replacement, cross-sex hormones for uh, for minors and prohibiting it in the state of Missouri. There are three bills filed. Uh, they went back and forth with the testimony pro and against. And I, I got into it with this doctor that was claiming, you know, it's not going to harm these Where kids. Where was the doctor from? I'm sorry. To Kansas City. You. The okay. doctor was from okay. Kansas City. Did the doctor okay. represent a hospital group? He, he was very careful to say that he, he worked at a, a Kansas City hospital group, but was there representing himself. Because the, uh, the doctor's group came back and they said, hey, we're not, we're not taking any position on this. If these allegations are true, investigate them, clear it up. But this doctor came forth saying, no, I've never heard of any of this stuff happening. Even though he wasn't, he didn't work in transitioning minors. Mm -hmm. He still uh, uh, went against the bill. Then we got into it. We, we talked about the studies that are showing that it's, it's harming the mental health long term of these people. We had witnesses, a, that 16-year-old who came in is now 21, cannot have kids, has uh, osteoporosis mm -hmm. because of the hormones that were being taken, has mental issues that are, that are receiving treatment from. What was the 16-year-old bored as? Uh, as, a, as a girl. Okay. okay. And at 16, got pressured. Her parents were told, if you don't go forward with these hormone replacements in the double mastectomy, cutting your breasts off, you're going to have a dead daughter on your hands. What? They went through with it, and now she is she's blowing the whistle on all these doctors. That's they're, what they're doing to parents, though, is they're right. guilting them, you know, with all the suicide talk, that if you do not cut their breasts off or take their whatever anatomy off, they're going to kill themselves. So parents don't know what to do. And that affidavit, that 20-plus aff uh, page affidavit, is on the attorney general's page. You, you can link it if you just type in uh, Missouri Attorney General transgender uh, or affidavit it'll pop up 20 plus pages where jamie reed swore under oath yep. that these are the allegations this is what happened and as of right now all these knuckleheads that are saying oh it's not true they're attacking her they're not believing all women like they said they would hey there's avenues if, if jamie's lying she can go to jail that she can be sued and as of right now i haven't seen anything happening like that let me well, those are two massive stories the puberty blocker yeah. issue what's huge. happening huge um, at Washington University BJC as big as those names are right. clearly the state takeover what are the what are the time frames on the, the state takeover can that just happen at any point in time yeah so the the bill got voted out of committee uh, we're working with St. Louis City Police the the Fraternal Order Police ESOP we're working with some of the St. Louis County guys too because ultimately what this could lead into is a consolidation of the two departments so we're at least having those those conversations uh, but, yeah, it could come up as early as next week on the floor. There's a bunch of bills we have to get to before that. But in the House and in the Senate, I think they're teed up and ready to go on the state control on the crime stuff. On the, the men and women's sports, that could come up as early as next week. On the minor uh, transition surgeries, that has to get voted out of committee. It's going to get voted out next week. So we could be debating it on the floor in two to three weeks. I, okay, I, you thank guys you. Just a lot going down. Is there a way you can just appoint me, Mayor? I can go down there and clean this. <laughs> Mayor of Jeff City or St. Louis? St. Louis. Oh, just, my God. If, if, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get on that for a bill. Yeah, um, yeah that would be great, Eric. Uh, there's so much stuff you guys got to clean up. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about, I was super impressed with Ohio's governor. Is it Ohio or Iowa? I can't remember. I'm sorry. But it was a uh, uh, school voucher system for kids. We talked about this on the old show. Man, just give parents yeah. $7,000, say, take this voucher to whatever school you want your kid to go to, have a good day, and hopefully they do the right thing for you. Whether it's a Catholic school, whether it's a uh, um, some kind of a the free school. market approach. And and I and I do this with the, I think that, is there a committee or is there a group of people in Jeff City right now that are looking into 
We want Missouri to be number one in education. We want Missouri to have kids that are going to go to MIT. We are in, We want our kids to be it just absolutely ass kickers in education. Do we have anybody that's, that's, oh, yeah. that's protecting the kids? Is there a chance that someone that's going to uh, Rockwood right now will get a voucher and say, if you want to go to your Catholic school because it's better? Is that in the works anyway? Yeah, so there's a bill that's on the informal calendar, and it was placed on the informal calendar to get through this week a lot of the non-confrontational stuff we're going to see democrats kicking and screaming once that bill gets up on the floor it's mary elizabeth coleman's bill uh, i've got a bill that hasn't gone through the committee process because it was later filed the uh, in the senate it's first come first serve they get referred to the committees uh, and my priorities were uh, some some nursing regulatory reforms some other re- regulatory reforms in um, mechanical contracting field in the crime issue and then we get into some of the educational reforms but that bill could come up as early as next week Mind you, the Democrats, many of them that are sending their kids to private schools in these areas, they're able to afford it. They're able to have that privilege, that monetary privilege to send mm-hmm. their kids. Kind of like how Cory Bush says, hey, let's defund the police. Let's defund the protection yeah, for you out here. <laughs> but I'm going to use about a million dollars to pad my pockets and protect me. Yeah, right. That debate's going to come up. The Democrats will be the ones that have an issue with it. But I think, yeah, absolutely correct. The money that these people are working for should follow the kid to whatever institution it it suits them if, if the public school is not working for them, whether the, the kids advanced or a little bit behind or once a religious take or, or a different type of take, they absolutely should have the money of the parents following their kid to whatever school. Do you it understand is. that it, it, here's here's a dynamic. Think I would of, love it. Think about I don't see it happening. Nick, no, but, but I love but think it. about well, this dynamic yeah. for a second. Think about this dynamic for a second. We're on this show three years from now and Parkway Central says, yeah, we have uh, restrooms for furries and we and we teach 1619 and it's all about critical race theory. All of us on this panel. That's would already be, there. Eric. All of us on this panel will be like, eh, it sucks to be that the parents yeah. that send them to that school because you could be sending your kids to blah 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 who, that doesn't teach sixteen nineteen. Well, okay, say for example, like my kids go to Lutheran schools, yep. and so um, I have that money that I could take that would have been going to say Wentzville School mm-hmm. District or wherever, and then I can pull it over here. Yes. My only fear with that, I would love it. Don't get me wrong. I've had five kids go through private school, but. Now, is the government involved in my church, too? No, or how does, and, okay, and that's good. why we have to be very careful because a blanket approach just saying, hey, take the money, whatever institution. You could have, Desi, the Department of uh, Elementary and Secondary Education saying, okay, now we can use our rules. So we have to be very careful when we go that route, and that's what I've cautioned a lot of the Republicans. We don't want the government involved in homeschooling. We don't want the government coming yeah. into mm-hmm. the private schools. But what we do want is a free market approach to education because that's going to stop the critical race theory, the indoctrination, yes. the, the furry. Yes. Yep. When parents can say, hey, yep. I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's almost like if you've got a, uh, uh, you know, thanks for for having us, but why did you leave? In that little section, we can say, you taught critical race theory. <laughs> yeah. You didn't listen Love to it. us. You, you you labeled parents as terrorists. Are you listening, Francis Howell? Yeah. yeah but it's, Are you listening? But, it's, but yeah. it's that's what's going on, guys. And it's not just in the St. Louis County area. It's It's not just in Missouri. It's Mm -hmm. all around the country. And if you actually took time and studied some of this stuff, it's a whole lot more direct in other states than it even is in Missouri, if you can believe that. This is a non-problem. This is so easy. But you'll have pockets here and there where school districts have one or two people who go, oh, we have to do this. And you've heard of critical race theory, but now... What you have, it, it, and I see it branching out, Nick, and maybe you see more of it because you're studying it, you're an attorney, you're a Missouri State Senator, you have critical race theory, but now what I see, I'll call it critical gender yeah. theory. Yes. And they were almost combined in this critical race theory, mm-hmm. 
And now it's almost like I see two branches coming off. Critical race theory, critical gender theory. So now you have two different well, subjects. Well, guess where all that stuff pushed. stems from? It stems from critical theory. Critical theory that came from the Frankfurt School in Germany. The original name for the Frankfurt School was the School for Marxism. Yeah. Oh, wow. All of this stems from Marxism. I, thank you, Nick. The class warfare. That. The class warfare. It's the oppressors versus the oppressed. The uh, the bourgeois and all. I mean, if you go out and you buy, you buy any books today, go buy two books. Rules for Radicals, Saul Alinsky, and the Communist Saul Manifesto. Oh. Those two books. Re, those, that's exactly what the Democrats, when you were talking about, Eric, them walking lockstep, that's the framework that they're pulling from. Because it, it, you're, you're pitting, like we saw yeah. with the Democrats yesterday. The oppressors versus the oppressed, the the radical racist Republicans versus us little guys that can't even talk on the floor. It's not factually correct whatsoever, but that is exactly what they're doing when it comes to education, when it comes to race, when it comes to political party. Now, when it comes to sex, I won't even say gender. That crap is made up. It is biological sex. I don't care if you identify as a unicorn, as a a him, her, they, them. All that crap's made up. Yeah. Yeah. But what what are you? What were you born as? What are your genes? Yeah. You can't change that. You can't change your chromosomes. Right, right. And I saw like, I saw uh, Tashara Jones do the him, the him, her, they, that thing. And I was that like, oh, ridiculous. my God, that's, that's no. That's ridiculous. You even sound stupid when you're out of him, her. But come on. if you don't and you're in certain circles, you True will story. get canceled or people will try to cancel you because you know what? How dare you? You're yeah. mean. You don't love people. You're not about love. You're about hate. You're a racist. You're a hate monger because you didn't say him, her, or Whatever they them <laughs> they, they them. them so mm-hmm. on uh, the uh, the election cycle I heard a lot of dumb I don't know if they're dumb I don't even understand them maybe you can enlighten me a little bit and we were talking about this at uh, an outing a few weeks ago um, Eric Schmitz it's said that he he sold land to China I don't understand that and did can you break that down. Where the hell did that come from? Because I saw the commercials. <laughs> Switching gears. Every oh, yeah. damn. <laughs> Look, we are in rapid we fire. From, I don't know. We if went got, from the slow lane to the uh, going I, the opposite direction. I don't know if you are looking at the clock, but we are on rapid fire right now. I know people. we are. Okay. I told Nick so, we'll have you for 15, 20 hey, you're, minutes. You're and all right. Boom. Okay. We want to keep later. Nick as long as I just want to know. We, there's this. There's balloons flying overhead. China's coming in here. Train derailments. Train derailments. By the way, we had another train derailment this morning. In Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. But no, no toxic materials. Nothing toxic, no nitric oxide, yeah. nothing like that. It was fine. But um, the question what is that about? And is there a law that says China, you're not buying any land in Missouri? Yeah, so there was a, there was a bill before my time, I think it was about four or five years before my time, allowing different entities to come in. Um, and a lot of these Chinese companies, they'll have LLCs, they'll have uh, corporations that don't appear to be uh, Chinese. But right. We do have a bill now that's going to fix all of those bills in the past that, you know, nobody really knew that China was going to come in and eat our lunch or take our land. And I, I don't think any Republican wants that to happen yeah. from the ones I've, I've spoken to about these bills that are coming up to stop it. All of them are saying, I, I don't know how the hell this happened. It happened yeah. before our time. We need to stop any of our adversaries from coming in, sneaking in, trying to buy our farmland. Heck, I would go even further and say, look, let's stop these knuckleheads like Bill Gates from coming in. But yes. as of right now, we need to ensure that our farmlands, our uh, constituents are being protected and they're not getting gobbled up. And all of a sudden, three fourths of our property is owned by China, Venezuela, Iran, Russia. It's, it's, I mean, it seems dangerous. I don't know it, because anything that has an LLC that has China behind it, it's a direct co- communication to the CCP, correct? 100%. Hundred percent. Um, we were talking about since you're getting into that. I know uh, w- 
big corporations in real estate are buying up a lot of houses. Is there any laws that can protect? I mean, like BlackRock apparently is coming in and buying up these houses and they're basically putting them into their industry profiles. And a, a lot of the little guys are getting shoved out. Is there, have you guys, do you have any notice of, of our real estate market kind of being um, just hacked with as far as corporations buying uh, real estate and renting it out? I mean, and, but, and they're making it so super unaffordable for people not to be able to afford housing. Well, you know, people Is that like, something you guys even talk about or? I haven't directly on any bill, but I have discussed it with some of my colleagues. Um, you know, they're, discussions on BlackRock buying these up. And, uh, you know, you, you hear the people like Corey Bush and others that are discussing the prices of rent and discussing but it's because of how it's way right, too high right. and it's racist. Where are they? Where, where right. are all the people on these train wrecks, the, these environmentalists? Where are they right Where's now? Where's Greta? Yeah, yeah, well, she's got a new book out, so she's oh, probably so she's pushing that. Pushing her book, got it. Okay. So, yeah, we, we have made, had discussions. I don't know, quite frankly, if there are any bills in the House or Senate that will um, touch on that subject. It needs to because this came out of nowhere. I yeah. mean, it came out of nowhere. Now subdivisions look like apartment complexes. You're but renting these houses out. But, but you also have people who say, Eric. You it's free love, market. I get it. You, it's free market. Yeah, so, I, I mean, you be I very careful on that one. See, because on Cancel This, we're not, we're, we're being honest. We're bringing you the truth as best as we can possibly see it. We're freaking fair. We are fair. So, hey, we may not like BlackRock, but it's capitalism. And I like the legal. Black Keys. Yeah, it sound, <laughs> make it sound like the Black Keys and everything's okay. There's a, there's a, Big ass concert coming into uh, St. Louis with the Black Keys, the Black Crows, a new um, outdoor concert festival. I think it was announced Monday, coming in in August in St. Louis. Wow, where, where the it, uh, Evolution Festival? I think Scotty's trying to say something. What the heck is yeah, that? Yeah, the Evolution Festival. Did you Evolution see? No, Festival? Oh, evolution, where, okay. Where's that going to be held? Uh, downtown. Downtown. Downtown, downtown St. Louis. Park. I think it's Forest Park. Forest Park? Yeah, oh, it is. Forest, Forest Park. Park. Oh, Forest concerts? Park, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Forest it's, Park it's going to be the old days. Not Lou Fest. It's not Lou Fest. No, it's going to be held at Forest Park. It is called Evolution. Being uh, brought in by our buddy Joe Litvag. Yeah, it's going to wow. be. Wow. It's yes. supposed Carlisle, to be. Really? Black Keys. Uh, Ice Cube's going to be there. I'm Black surprised, Crows. Eric, you haven't said, oh, oh what awesome. a great opportunity for crime. No, the last concerts in Forest Park were like Kiss and Rush. Well, no. Way no, back in the day with KC95. I mean, unless I'm forgetting about concert. No, the last concert. Where the VP Fair moved to Forest yeah. Park. That doesn't count. I, yeah, it does. That doesn't count because the VP Fair should always be under the St. Louis. Well, look, signs. I mean, when you when I you used to bring in Elton John and yes, all, these, all these Thank rock you. stars yeah. to the VP Fair, to, yeah. to uh, Fair St. all these things that are, and they're not existing anymore. They've all that's kind of shrunk sad. down like the size ah. of the Post Dispatch because yeah. of crime. Nobody wants to go there. Yes. <laughs> Yes. What a great line. Hey, anything else you want to say before we let you go, my friend? Hey, just, you know, keep rocking. Keep doing what you guys are doing. Uh, I was a little bit sad when the lights went out for a while, but you guys are rocking and rolling. I mean, you guys have the same mindset as me. Keep keep coming at me. Keep trying to attack me, but you're going to have to deal with me. And how can people catch you because you're on other networks, other Oh, I'm everywhere. Uh, If you go to nickschroer.com, it'll link you up to... The political world to what I'm doing on, on social uh, media. I've got a podcast that's everywhere. You go find it at iTunes, um, Spotify. It's Stand and Fight with Nick Schroer. We have guests on. We just went to two hours. Uh, good friend Phil Valencia is the mastermind behind that. And I then like the Phil. yeah, Phil's, Phil, Phil's a rock star. He's a he musician. Uh, he's he's ran through the gamut of so many different things, kind of like Eric. And you know, kind of like me when you when I walk in with a beard. 
drinking whiskey and tattoos. People are like, oh, that's that's a Democrat. He's part of Antifa. <laughs> no. <laughs> you do hey, if you dress it all black with that beard, you may look you're like buff. You yeah. may look like an Antifa dude running well, around. Well, most man. of those guys in, in Antifa are in the skinny jeans and never lifted a damn weight in their <laughs> life. That's right. So true. Well, but yeah, that's it, what people love about you. Is yeah. I remember when you came out into politics many years ago. You came out. It was, yeah, you came out. You came out with the beard. You <laughs> came out as a Republican. And like, oh my gosh, that dude is a Republican. Yeah. But you're not just a Republican, you're a conservative and you yeah. are kicking ass and you're right. fighting all the time and you tell the truth, whether we like it or not. And we really appreciate you up yeah. there. We really do. Hey, thanks again. That's You're one of my favorite constituents, too. Thank She's you. She's awesome. Thank that's you. I even have his signs. I'm a little partial. His signs are <laughs> And we want to garage. promote you yes. and everything else yeah. that you're doing because we feel as if more conservative-leaning outlets, podcasts, radio, should Absolutely. be promoting each other and not going after each other behind the scenes and or not promoting them. The, 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 it should be out there. and. That's why we love. We're this, no longer uh, the party of the old white man. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Are you going to be all in a partnership? Are you going to run for Ann Wagner's seat? No, I don't want anything to do with Washington D.C. I've got two beautiful young girls that uh, I I don't I'm, I'm enough you know with Jeff City I'm uh, away from enough. Stop the recording. I don't want to be. Don't want, stop the recording. <laughs> I don't want to be in D.C. That could change in a couple of years. Stop but. the recording. It, it, could, it could change as your kids get older, but yeah, in the meantime, could. keep rocking Missouri because if people like you are here, you're attracting other yeah. people to stand bold too, and it really is local. I mean, yes, D.C. is great, and we need yep. a good president, and our president sucks, but each state needs to you know be strong. So we're well, like- in our state, you know, we've got uh, term limits. I've got eight years that I can serve in the Missouri mm-hmm. Senate. Um, my girls will be eight years older by that time, but I still want to focus on uh, the 10th amendment rights that we have in the state of Missouri. So we've got a governor, uh, position that can effectuate a lot of change an attorney general that can effectuate a lot of change. So staying here, staying in Missouri, making Missouri safer again, making Missouri greater again, making it like Nashville, Tennessee came into St. Louis. That's a dream of mine. We're going to get it done. You think you can fix the highways between here and and, and, uh, the Lake of the Ozarks? (laughs) I really can't stand driving to the Lake of the Ozarks anymore. Well, if, if. Part of the budget, part of these ARPA funds, these one-time funds from the federal government come through, we will be fixing Highway 70 in St. Charles County. Nice. So you don't think that big hyper thing that's going to go from St. Louis? No, no, that's not not happening. Not that I would get get in it anyway. We're going to be doing spy balloons for Amazon delivery soon. That's perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, Missouri State Senator Nick Schroer, we appreciate it, my friend. Thanks, Nick. Enjoy your day. Thank you all. Uh, Heck, I think there's some people outside that want to talk to you, too. There's always something going on at our studios here Antifa? It's a cra- yeah, Antifa's no. at Antifa. the door. All, all Antifa is, 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 in the old days, we used to call them emos. It's just yeah. it's just emos that are getting some exercise. That's My Chemical all it Romance is. fans. Is, yes, very true. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Hey, leave My Chemical Romance alone. <laughs> That's perfect. They've got a good song. So I don't want to get in. <laughs> That's perfect. Nick Shore, thanks, buddy. You can take off whenever you want. Yeah, uh, he's, he's got a flight to catch. We're, we're at SAS. There's a lot of jets out there, Nick. They'll get you. <laughs> yeah, he's on his way to Kinlock. It is canceltheshow.com. Uh, Scotty Gherkin, Nick Shore was just here. Um, Eric Johnson, Lizzie Sparks. I'm Vic Faust. Um, what a day so far. I mean, there's so much to actually digest. I mean, those two there massive is. issues. When it comes to puberty blockers, what's going on when it comes to state takeovers. But you get a sense when you talk to politicians who are there and somebody who's a, and I'll call him a great, a great broadcaster um, and communicator about what's actually happening at the state level, what's happening nationally and where we go. We would literally fix the United States if they were more like Missouri, where 
people tend to get along and there's so much well, good, I will call it podcasting, radio, whatever. And the politicians right. yeah. are like sticking their necks out and they're talking and like Vic invites Nick, who's yeah. also on a different, a different show. And yeah. it's like most other states do not have this. And yes, let's promote it. You know, we're just Missouri's killing it. No, you're hey, by the way, right. tomorrow, can you promote the guest you lined up for us tomorrow, Lizzie? Nine yes. o'clock. Can't wait to have her on again. Um, who's coming on? To, she's been on once before, and many of you guys love her. Her name is Chanel Rian, mm-hmm. and she's a close friend of mine, actually a closer friend to my daughter, too. But she's going to be on tomorrow talking about really what's going on in D.C., right. anything else you want to talk about. But she is firsthand seeing what is not well, going on. She works on. with, a, with uh, she works OAN. With OAN. Yeah. She works on, and she was the chief White House correspondent from OAN because of Donald Trump. Yeah. She still is the chief OAN, you know, yeah. uh, person to the White House, but it, she, oh, she's going to tell you it's not nearly as much fun because literally Sleepy Joe isn't there. She's uncancelable. I remember now when yeah, we talked to her. Yeah, they tried to cancel her. She's when we, when we super talked to her, smart. Like, she's attractive. No yeah. um, she's been through the gamut. Yeah. She's run those races. She knows everybody in America. She's and, great. But it almost seems as if, Lizzie, and I wanted you to promote her, it seemed as if she was... If there were sources and people that were trying to cancel her and what her work is. Yes, she was tried to be canceled. Um, She's always trying to be canceled. They didn't even (laughs) allow her into, you know, when all the reporters stand there and the press is all in there talking to the president. Under Donald Trump, they stuck her in the corner, literally stuck baby in the corner. She wasn't allowed. So Donald Trump came out there and gave her first front and center because she would be only be able to be in there once every other week. Yeah. And um, and during that period of time, then she became very close to Rudy Giuliani. Matter of fact, I don't know if you guys know this, their only child, Atlas, their go- the godfather for Atlas wow. is Rudy. Interesting. And if I there didn't was, know that. If yes. there was ever somebody for homeschooling, she was homeschooled. She was homeschooled. Another homeschooler who goes out and makes, you know a, what? makes a path for themselves I, as well. Talking to Nick, I know that it's... I know that, homeschooling is one of those intangibles. It's very important to moms and dads, and it's not being talked about like we're talking about train derailments and balloons and and all this other stuff. But to me, the fix for this country over... The fix for this country is homeschooling, is the voucher system. Because I... And I think if someone was smart and had a lot of money, they would go out and they would develop a private school it doesn't have to be as big as Parkway Central. It doesn't have to be this massive. It needs to be a nationally recognized, accredited program that if you have a voucher, you bring it to this place, say it's in St. Charles, St. Louis, Ladue, wherever it is. And I don't want to be a I don't want to be a part of this wokeism anymore. Just bring us your voucher, and by the time your kid graduates, and I'm doing the television commercial right now in my head, bring go. bring the voucher to our our blank blank whatever the name of the school system is, and it's national. Yeah. We will teach your kid to be the best equipped to deal with this crazy life that we're all living in. I guarantee you, if someone had a ton of money and put that together. The problem is, too, though, sports and activities are Screw huge. sports. No, it's, it's not important you can't, anymore. No, yeah, but it is. It's and not that's important. The then, then go somewhere where they have you've a got, big sports program. If, if you well, could see, do that's what you're problem, saying Eric. and have a sports program, yes, I agree with you. Yes, you've I, got, and you that's, the, the, that's the full program. growing up. Uh, of kids, though, Eric. I mean, yes, you want to learn. It's easy to do this. When I was that. on the sideline but at Francis Howell, I would to... turn around to the stands and goes, oh, wow, there's 3,000 people here, and there's only 40 of us on the field. So there's no, not that. But that was one sport. That's yeah, not true. all of them. And then you've got cheer, and you've got dance, and you've got band. And, okay. I mean, the whole it's a whole experience. Well, then give the We've whole got, experience somehow. I don't you know how cha- you would do You've it. got to change as much as you possible what you already have. 
is what I'm I just put my effort in. Look, I I, I bring ideas at thirty thousand feet. Or you guys if the kids the can go stuff. to this school from an academic <laughs> standpoint, yeah, like a homeschooling concept or a co-op, and then they're able to play for the public school district that they live in. Okay. And there's even like even I think in O'Fallon, and I know in all the other states nationwide too, there are parent co-op groups that are coming together and doing the exact. I looked what at you're one. Taking. Okay, I got an idea. Bus. I have an idea. When I I remember when I was in high school, and this just flashed into my head. Uh, the 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 high school that I went to didn't have a hockey team, but there was an opportunity uh, to go and play for the hockey team on on its own independent league. Okay, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah so the league sure. was it was something that wasn't affiliated with the high school, but you could go out. Same, we could do the same thing for this program. It would be like you can come and play sports at our league. It's it's the Whatever school league, but it's not something that the school has to actually spend money on. It would be an additional thing that the parents might have to spend money on. That's Our, why well, people it love is, you, it's Eric. a pay to play already, right? Our school district has the alternative program, which yeah. my son went through. Um, he couldn't stand going to high school just because of all the the crap going on and everything sure. else. Went there, went through the alternative program, yeah. and did his welding course and all that stuff. Right. And I'll tell you what: the difference between the curriculum from the high school and what they bring home to work on and what's in that alternative program. I honestly feel the alternative program is better because it prepares them for life. Oh, You're talking yes. about mortgages and rents and, and taxes yeah. and all these That's different great. percentages. That Calculus. And, like, right. Yeah, and they're not learning that in the school right. because there's so much other crap going on around yeah. them. Yeah. Not, in, and not, they're, in and they're, not in public schools or not. No, not no, in public schools. No. Exactly. What do you mean? No. Yeah, yeah, and that's where they're at. They're in the Winsville School District, yeah. public school district. Yeah. So. Um, I feel like I think this is so vital. almost like homeschooling in the alternative, but just they're just getting much it, better education, in my opinion. I and as far as life values, yeah. the yeah. standard look, the state could put the standards out there. You could literally compete with the, the Ledoux's and the Lafayette's and the whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. See, I, I challenge you to a duel. I, my kids are going to be better prepared. Here, here. My yeah. kids are going to be prepared <laughs> much better than your kids. I would love to see yeah. Parkway Central say. Okay, we're going to really take a stab at this uh, furry in the uh, bathrooms, and we're going to do CRT and see what the difference between the kids that come out of each one of those. Right. Unfortunately, there would be a lost generation. There would be. The kids that are coming out <laughs> of Parkway, the, and not yeah. all of them, but that's where the furries are being pushed. Yeah. So, I mean, there, yeah. yeah, somebody in the program that Scotty said yeah. would make men oh, out of the furries. And by the way, before we get out of here, it was a massive story yesterday. We had to end the topic on it. It was... Starting to blow up, but we had a uh, advertiser sponsor in studio. Last night, Pete Buttigieg, uh, the transportation secretary, did not, I repeat, did not show up at the town hall nope. meeting no. in Ohio because where why? the train derailment happened. And when asked, <laughs> the mayor was asked where he was mm-hmm. to address the situation, this toxic situation, the mayor said, I have no idea where he is. But you know what? what's going to save the day? Sleepy Joe might come out and talk to us today. So he's going to fix all of it. I mean, everything's going to be fixed today. (laughs) There you go. So why are we worried? He's going to come and talk to us today. Norfolk Southern's going to bring a train. (laughs) Yeah, come Um, on, man. The mayor told (laughs) residents, this is fascinating and sickening at the same time. The mayor had to tell residents last night at the town hall meeting in East Palestine. Yeah, you got it. Steen. Steen. Palestine. Palestine that... The first time you heard from anybody from the White House, government officials, was the day before on Tuesday. This happened February 3rd, and he didn't hear from the government until 48 hours ago. 
got a guy on the line. Or I'm sorry, Karen on the line. She lives in Pittsburgh. And that's, you know, all things flow upstream. So oh. it's, it can be interesting to see if this toxic waste goes that way. No, it's a great point. It's scary. It's sickening. Um, they didn't show up. Yeah, well, Karen's that cloud right. sure does say, say a lot. Things are not being said. Now, Buttigieg yeah. tweeted on Tuesday, well, we've been constrained by law in some areas of rail regulation. Um, like breaking the rule withdrawn by the Trump administration. He tried to blame Trump. We said that at the beginning of this show. But at the end of the day, if you care, you show. He's a putz. He didn't show. He, he doesn't care. For that. And you don't rip somebody else when something happens on your watch. And you know what the thing and about it is? He rips Donald Trump of all people. Right. Give me a break. It's you like can like racist. Trump. You can hate Trump. Stop blaming it. Stop blaming other people. Remember, remember when Truman it? said the buck stops here? Remember yeah. that? Th- that, that was the most old politicians. That, that was the most admirable thing a president can say. Yes. He could say anything else. The buck stops here. Whatever is going on in this country, it stops here. Buttigieg, does, do you know what that means? Someone needs to give you a damn lesson because it's it's embarrassing. Here's what they should do with Palestine, northeast, north, whatever, Palestine. You shut it down. It became Times Beach, I'm afraid. It's right. because Times Beach, for people didn't know, it was, was it carbon? It was down by di- uh, Eureka. Carbon, di- yeah. carbon, carbon dioxide. dioxide, which is the same thing that they got down there. In Missouri. And the, and the reason I say that, it could be completely safe. The, the nature can, could have flushed out all the chemicals. It's that peace of mind that these poor people will never have again. Norfolk, Norfolk Southern, the trail, the rail company should literally walk in there with a $5 million check to every single residence, father, mother, whatever son is in the house. Yes. Here you go. Could not agree with you anymore, Eric. Here you yeah. go. No, we made, right. we made $12 billion profit in the last, this is going to be a, this is going to hurt us a lot. But I hope you guys go find new houses in other parts well, they're of the trying, country. That's why they're quiet right now. That's why Buttigieg isn't showing up, because they don't know how to handle it yet. They don't know from a financial standpoint what they're going to do, how they're going to handle it. The million-dollar offers uh, per family sounds like a ton of money. I don't know. That's why everybody was there last night. But you can't begin to think about what could happen down the road. And it's been sitting there dealing with it since February 3rd. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I have no idea. By the way, it is canceltheshow.com. Canceltheshow.com. Um, we also, tomorrow's our uh, Paranormal Friday, too, with Chanel at 9. Um, we have somebody that listens to the show and wanted to jump in. They found it fascinating that Lizzie and Eric both lived in the same house. Well, now you got to come back tomorrow. That, that had spirits. I am coming back tomorrow. Yeah, you got to come back. And now. they didn't realize that they had both lived in the same house. How many years apart was it again, guys? I think three. I think we figured I lived in it like 16 years. You so lived in it first. Yeah. Lived in it first. And then there was a three-year three gap. Year gap. And then what are the chances Eric buys the same house? Isn't that crazy? We get reunited on this show. On one of our previous shows, they talked about the paranormal activities within that home. It was. It was. Weird. I only moved because the devils, <laughs> the demons kept jumping out of closets. Well, they did. That's it was so scary. funny. You and That's I both had never crap. talked about That's it to anyone did. else until we realized we lived in it. And we're like, yeah. oh my gosh, that yeah. stuff is crazy. Well, tomorrow we're also going to talk in the 8 o'clock hour with a guy who I know listens to the show and said, I need to share this. How do I do it? So I told him how to do it. He'll Zoom with us tomorrow to explain to us how he will move from one house that was haunted and the next house he bought was haunted as well, but not the same situations. So the ghost didn't follow. No, it was it's not two a separate ghost. The ghost didn't move with them. The ghost didn't pack up. This, as well. the one ghost j- dumps the towels on the floor, and the other one just keeps opening in cabinets. So it's, <laughs> there you go. 
ghosts. It's cancel this. Dirty ghosts. Dirty ghosts. Fridays are a blast. com for Scotty Gherkin, Eric Johnson, Lizzie Sparks filling in for Tabitha Hassel, who was sick. We'll see how she's feeling tomorrow. If Tabitha can't answer the bell, can you come back in tomorrow, Lizzie? She is coming back in. Oh, yeah, for Chanel. That's right. So if poor Tab's sick, we'll be here. Lizzie will be here. Tab, take the day off. Lizzie will be here in studio as well. I'll be here either way. I'm Vic Faust. You know what we do? Remember to share the show. Subscribe, like, let people know what we're doing. We continue to grow on a daily basis, and we appreciate what you're doing. Uh, Let us know how we're doing, and if you have story ideas, shoot them our way. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you for Cancel This on Friday.